Hello everyone, this is Ashish. Welcome back to Momentum Podcast. Today we are having with us Gagan Pal Singh. You have been over here before also, Gagan. How was the experience? People loved you, by the way. <laughs> so had to have you again. Yeah. So first of all, thanks a lot for having me again. Hmm. Really appreciate it. And the previous experience was really hmm. good. I mean, we we got to Just talk about. Just a little bit. Yeah. 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 We Please got continue. to talk about hmm. a wide array of topics. Mm-hmm. It's been nice hmm. and. Um, yeah you helped a lot of people man a lot of people approached you like when it comes to career also so i've talked about this before we have a lot of people who were from government sector domain and you are one of the very few who came on momentum podcast mm-hmm. showed them the way about the private sector also and uh, that is again a big chain of career mm-hmm. which a lot of people are not really exploring do you know the reason for that because uh, you have prepared for civil services and all that so you know very well see um one reason why people want to get into a government job uh-huh. is job security mm. okay. especially in north india uh, if if you have a government job your dahej or your dowry <laughs> would be dependent on that okay. if you ias mm. you are you can expect something mm. big and everything so but private sector the issue that i feel that mm. the older generation is seeing is that no job security mm. and uh, they have been convinced of that because of what happened mm-hmm. in uh, 2020 when the prime minister had announced the lockdown mm-hmm. due to the pandemic and uh, it happens mm-hmm. meaning that's how it is everything is up and down mm-hmm. okay and you just need to be prepared for that but the opportunities to grow to mm-hmm. learn to make money is yeah. a lot within the private sector yeah first of all like if you are getting a government job only for the sake of dowry you should know that that is a crime first of all first of all <laughs> dowry itself is a crime man yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> but then again there are lot of i know that there are lot of places in this country itself where it is not even an option so if the father does not give dowry uh, sorry if the yeah father of the girl does not give dowry he is considered inferior and the whole family is considered inferior you know so they want to do it mm-hmm. just because of the society what is built around it so that is probably see um, i'll tell you my view on this mm. okay mm. meaning uh, whatever money that the father has earned mm. i i really believe that should be put in the girl's education mm. the higher the education of the girl mm-hmm. the lesser would be the dowry i would say it's inversely proportional i would i always recommend women to hmm. educate them so educate yeah. themselves so much that people are not yeah. like they cannot dare ask for yeah, all those things yeah. she should be so qualified than the man yeah and uh, this this concept as well is wrong okay as per your traditions if there's something you have to give, gift and all completely give, works give that dude yeah. like whatever chain ring and all that you yeah. can do okay but a bungalow <laughs> car <laughs> A lot farm. of lot of people use this term gift to actually ask for dowry. They ask this question actually. <laughs> so one of my friends, um, she actually got into income tax. Mm. She's an IAS officer, mm. IRS officer. Mm-hmm. So they asked her. Mm. Uh, sorry, asked him. Okay. Mm. So you're you're pretty smart. You're good looking, mm. and I'm sure you're uh, the the interview panel for IAS. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. They asked him. They said you're pretty smart. You're good looking. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure your parents are searching for a a guy and everything a girl for you yeah. and everything he was like yeah sure mm. so they put a hypothetical question okay saying mm. that okay the they found a right girl for you mm. and uh, the thing is your the um, father in law mm. future father in law wants to gift you something mm. would you accept that gift so he asked what would be that mm. he wants to gift you a bungalow mm. 
he wants to gift you a bungalow and he answered very smartly hmm. it's like this bungalow is definitely in the format of a dowry they hmm. might not call it dowry mm-hmm. but it is in the format yeah okay so if if that is the case i'll have to humbly decline hmm. and well and fine he was selected for that great man that is why you have to be so smart to be over there right uh, because you have to answer in a very diplomatic manner as, as well over there um e- Oh, in that interview panel, yes. Especially if, like, for example, someone asks you that is farmers' protest correct or wrong? Now, how will you actually answer that? Because you cannot go against the government, also. So you have to think. Like if you're, that. if you're, if you want to be an IAS or IPS or any kind of yes service, you have to go with what the government says. If the yeah. government says we support Hitler, you should say we support Hitler. That's yeah. how it is. You can't. they'll ask you okay this farmer pro- farmers protest is going on mm-hmm. what is your view on it mm-hmm. your view is not your personal view yeah. your view should be the government's view alignment with it so that is another thing that when i was in isro no they had a full class on this topic like uh, can you speak against the government or not mm-hmm. so basically the short answer is no and the long answer because immediately everyone so we are all young scientists we have been over there for less than 2 years so everyone is now surprised so these are not the things that they put out in the application form but these are like central government rules so they immediately started asking what about our freedom of speech obviously this is a democratic country what about that so he says that you have the freedom of speech you can speak whatever you want but just don't get paid by the government and mm. speak against the government obviously <laughs> isro is funded by whom elon musk no <laughs> come on and it's funded by the government of yeah. india yeah and you can't uh, okay i understand them there might be policies and everything mm-hmm. that not everybody would agree with it mm-hmm. but you have to understand that uh, upsc has done a fantastic job at recruiting the best bureaucrats yeah. of this country and training also the yeah, training, training is pretty extensive they provide is, is yeah. off the charts mm-hmm. the intellect that these bureaucrats have mm-hmm. is of another level. yeah okay you can disagree hmm. but you have to understand that it is in the best interest of the larger society yeah yeah all right so i don't really know where we got into that from <laughs> but we are going to talk about basically various things uh, involving in the last one we talked bunch of uh, minutes about martial arts about fitness and all we talked about relationships also which was very rare on my podcast <laughs> actually very few times i have talked about that so i made one video a long time ab- ago about relationships for students and all and that was the extent of whatever i talked about it and the next time i talked with you so i want to touch upon it again because gagan has some views and points that he wants to share and i'm certainly going to let him because he's bigger than me obviously <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah and other than that we might talk about what is the current scenario when it comes to work from home and all so if did i actually mention it over here so he is currently working in ey as a mm. data analyst and uh, people who have watched the last podcast must be knowing about that but let us begin when uh, we i i personally want to start with fitness part mm. what do you think that it has the role in a person's life because i know that you run 5 km every day <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> as long as i know gagan he has been super super into fitness and all he has to do something or the other whether it be martial arts whether it be running whether it be just normal cardio whatever it is but you have to work out and after that you actually competed in boxing yeah, club club inter club boxing no, and it, you won it was a state championship so all right i won the super heavyweight boxing championship mm. in karnataka what what weight class is it super heavyweight 91 kilos and above all right so that is the upper limit right yeah that's the highest so uh, who was the heaviest in that division there was one guy 
so I had see first of all in super heavyweight you won't get many guys especially in this country right yeah mm. so not many guys yeah so uh, I had only two fights okay so the first fight was a uh, against a really fat guy who was one twenty five kilos mm. he was obese and everything okay. okay I knocked him out in the second round All like right. not knockout I knocked hit him down. so bad that. He said enough. Oh, he so, knocked down basically. Yeah. So it. Oh, oh, he said enough. Okay. He said enough to the referee. <laughs> all done. right. All right. Second all right. round. Mm. I had the stamina to go on mm. and everything. No, you have tremendous stamina, man. That much I know. Okay. Then who was the heaviest? Then one twenty-five, one only. One twenty. How much did you weigh? At the time of the fight, I was hundred kilos. I yeah. Hundred mm. kilos. Did you try to cut your weight for the fight? No, no? that's yeah. it. Heavyweight <laughs> fighters, we don't need to cut yeah. weight. No, no, no. Because if you want to get into heavyweight. You are super heavyweight, right? So yeah. So want, sorry. Yeah. Since since I was super heavyweight, mm. the only criteria criteria for me is that I should be ninety one kilos and above. Yeah. I could be anything. Yeah. No. A lot of people cut their weight to get into lower weight division. That is. You know why saying. they do that? <clears throat> Because see, they are basically bigger in the lower weight division. <laughs> see, uh, we see all these professional fighters. Mm. They cut weight. Yeah. See, Khabib has cut weight. McGregor has cut weight. Basically, say everyone. Everyone. <laughs> why they do it? See, um, this is a this is something that happens in the lower weight categories mm-hmm. like bantam weight or fly weight or light weight yeah. and welter weight. They do that because there's a difference between your walking weight and your fighting weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So right now, uh, when when it is off season for fighters, no, their walking weight would be much higher yeah. than their uh, yeah than okay. their actual mm-hmm. fighting weight category. Mm-hmm. So they cut weight. to come to the fighting weight so mm. that they can be faster yeah. and much more quicker yeah but there's a definite advantage so what will happen is that you'll cut somewhere let us say 20 pounds and next day you will again bulk up yeah. right so what actually happens is let us take a look at the fight very famous Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor mm. the second fight so if you actually look at them grapple you are going to see the immediate difference in size or look at Nick Diaz versus Anderson Silva mm-hmm. you are going to see immediate difference over there so size does matter and uh, it is basically said that whoever w- obviously martial art is based on techniques and all but what if both the people are having same technique knowledge and there's one person who is bigger yes so obviously there will be a difference see there will be a difference hmm. see as per pro fighting hmm. okay on the day of the weigh in mm-hmm. you should be that particular weight category yeah yeah on the day of the fight it can vary <laughs> yeah. but on the day of the weigh in Correct. that's how you that that's how much you got away and this ma- majorly this fighting weight and walking weight thing mm. is for lower weights just lightweight middleweight and everything. yeah yeah for heavy weights and super heavy weights yeah it's it's different our walking weight and fighting weight is almost the same hmm all right so let me start with a simple question okay you are a working professional you have yeah. a stable career why did you choose to fight okay so there's a great question right so uh, I actually used to gym. I used to yeah, heavy lifting, uh, heavy power lifting, mm-hmm. uh, and I did it for quite some time. Like probably, uh, I think I started in ninth standard, man. Yeah. Like when I was fourteen. Yeah. And I quit for like a couple of years after that, and started again when I joined my degree college. Mm-hmm. And I was really fat and obese, and mm-hmm. I wanted to cut weight. Okay. And I got, and and I got into a good shape as well. Mm-hmm. And I kept doing that for probably eight, seven years, I guess. So mm-hmm. I kept lifting weights. I reached the point where I was just bored, man. Mm. Like I'm going to the gym, lifting two hundred, three hundred kilos. It mm-hmm. just didn't interest me that much. Mm. Okay, so I kind of felt I needed a change. Okay, so I actually wanted to learn jujitsu mm. as my first martial art. Why? 
it it just interested me and my cousin brother hmm. uh, who who is my mom's younger sister's son hmm. he's a doctor hmm. and he's a blue belt in jiu jitsu hmm. and i really saw him and got influenced i'm like okay let's go and unfortunately due to the lockdown hmm. all the trainers had gone away to their countries and yeah. i was hmm. i had to take up boxing only. striking yeah yeah so hmm. i took up boxing and hmm. i think i did pretty well in that yeah. and it's been such a wonderful journey ever since i started martial arts i'm much more calmer mm-hmm. i'm much more controlled i have so much more control over my emotions mm-hmm. and i believe that uh, i i don't think that anybody could say or do anything that could really get my emotions high and make me come into a very reactionary state mm. i'm i'm pretty sure man like having that power to actually do something to somebody but mm. then you choose not to do it mm. i think that's actual maturity Okay have you ever faced anger issues before Yeah yeah I I was pretty in school man mm. like I was a wild kid man mm. like I would out of control Yeah like mm. teachers are fed up with me mm. why you beat people up at that I <laughs> I don't know if my school friends are seeing this dude <laughs> yeah. I used to fight I used to get into fights mm. I would not sit in one place mm. I was so hyperactive mm. uh, I would get angry at small small things Okay There are two ways of like the kind of people who are basically called bullies also i don't know man but i used to eat everybody's food oh, <laughs> you were a bully man i don't want to be in your school <laughs> okay i like food by the way yeah same here, <laughs> oh then i have a problem with it <laughs> okay let's get back to uh this part okay so this is like an outlet for you martial arts and all it is a way for me to control myself dude hmm. not, not just an outlet man hmm. like outlet can be anything mm. you go sit in a bar and drink that's an outlet mm. you smoke weed you smoke cigarette that's an outlet a positive outlet yeah it it you need see you're talking about outlets mm-hmm. okay whereas martial arts it's 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 a way for me to get into my fitness mm-hmm. it's a way for me to train on this my body but even my mind mm-hmm. when you're in a ring against another person who's equally better in skill power and everything mm. you just can't throw punches and everything you have yeah. to think okay. you have to fake you have to mm. slip you have to duck and then attack okay so yes that is what is said is that a huge reason for anger might be insecurity for most people a lot of people lash out because they are afraid mm. right and uh, martial did martial art finally solve your problem of anger issues or no, was no, it something else my anger issues went away the day i started gymming okay, okay. so outlet Yeah. physical workout Physics, does help you it out. is i've all then i realized okay I, hmm. if if i was sad or if i was angry i would go and take out the anger on the weights yeah and it always helped also me. humbles you right because you always find the real you and it is not as big as you think it is and then you find out your limitation hmm. like even when it comes to weightlifting you find out okay others are lifting this much i'm lifting this much so yeah. i need to grow and that humbles you and let us say in martial arts also you think that you are very tough you meet someone who is really tough and then you find out okay i, I need I to learn i was learn. Uh, watching uh, mike tyson's podcast he hmm. said that if you do martial arts boxing or hmm. mma if you're not humble hmm. you will be humbled yeah so if if you think that i'm huge mm-hmm. and i'm big i'm tall mm. nobody can touch me and everything yeah. you will find you will find a guy who's smaller than you okay. who will show you your place yeah. so it's always great to be humble man mm-hmm. no matter 
how strong no matter mm. how well you fight because it's a learning experience if you're not humble people will not tell you your mistakes <laughs> people will not teach you mm. like hey man this guy doesn't listen so no point spending time there yeah and you honestly cannot learn if you're not humble doesn't matter if someone is teaching you or not you'll always find out the flaws of the person who is teaching mm. you and you think that you are always better yeah and that is why humility is very very important it's very very important yeah. especially uh if you're rising up in your life no hmm. when when a person is yeah. uh, r- rising up in his career Correct. or in anything he does no <laughs> the higher you go the more humility you need to have yes if you get into this concept of uh, head become bigger bigger it's called bigger. grandiosity okay. grandiosity the exact word is grandiosity <laughs> where you think that i am right i am great <laughs> what i say is the word of god <laughs> and everything i do is the right thing that <laughs> is when things go bad that me. is when we get a hitler <laughs> so there's a wonderful documentary on netflix you need to watch uh it's about how to be a tyrant watched it it's a wonderful documentary. <laughs> freaking amazing man amazing, it yes. is it is the most chill documentary that i've seen about tyrants because yeah, over man. there it's a playbook how yeah. to become a dictator that person is actually going to talk to you in a way that you are going to become a dictator <laughs> this is the problem that you're going to face these are the obstacles that you're going to face this is how you're going yeah. to deal with these picks, are the skills you need this is what you need to say this is how you need to behave he picks five examples yes hitler was hitler. the first one Saddam Hussein then uh, Stalin Stalin then Uganda took, oh, yeah uh, some Abdi his name is doing yeah and last one was the Idi Amin Idi Amin Idi Amin yeah Idi Amin yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was a great documentary like if you want to watch about those gruesome stuff without any gruesome stuff then that is the best if if you if you really like that documentary you know you hmm. should read this book the 48 laws of power Oh. by Robert Greene. Okay. It's such a wonderful book. What man. is it about like how to how do these people attain power? No, it's it gives you 48 laws on how to hmm. reach a position of power and stay there. Okay. Okay. And it's uh, there was a book that was written long long time ago hmm. in the 1600s or 1700s. It's mm-hmm. called The Prince. Mm-hmm. It was written by Machiavelli. Mm. Okay. And he said that uh, in 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 politics mm. or if you're in a position of power, mm. you will have to lie. Mm. you're going to meet a lot of people who are not nice hmm. you're going to meet a lot of bad people and hmm. you're going to have you have to see them every day you can't just avoid them you have to work with them you have to expect people to backstab you yeah yeah you if somebody backstabs you it's not their fault yeah it's and sometimes fault. the backstabbing is very very literal so actually yeah, they literally stab you yeah. that's it see he says that people will backstab mm. you people will talk behind your back mm-hmm. people will have jealousy towards you mm-hmm. you can't you can't help that mm. the only thing you can do is manage yourself manage your reactions yeah and the way that we are talking about is not that you should become a dictator like this but <laughs> attaining power or reaching any heights generally will be having similar principles like let us take a good example let us take an example of let us say nelson mandela he also reached a good position and he used his power for good of the mankind and also he did it in a fair manner and uh, the last episode of that how to become a tyrant was kim jong un mm. and uh, there it is actually shown that rest of the four examples that we talked about they were not able to maintain their power at some point they were exiled or they were killed something like that mm. but this person maintained it for three generation and the key to all of it you know what it is nuclear power nuclear power once you have it then you are done and and another thing is that north korea the people of north korea are cut out from the world yeah man this girl who came on jorogan's yeah. podcast she came on multiple other podcasts as well 
Alex Friedman podcast. I was just listening to half of it. It is so crazy of yeah. what they are told. They are told that people in America are evil. All the Westerners are evil. Yeah. They are people with big nose, and everyone, even the South Koreans, wants to immig become immigrant of North Korea. They want to get in, and we are the luckiest people over here. And uh, there, there, there is no. There are a lot of words which are not in their dictionary. Mm. they are told they are brainwashed like that they have been taught so the entire education is around their king yeah so the king so the story there that the king the day the king was born mm. two angels came from yeah, the sky yeah. it was a rainbow mm. day and everything mm -hmm. they make stories like this to the second kim was actually a propaganda minister yeah uh, just like hitler had his own propaganda minister mm. goebbels uh he, that is what he did he made movies movies he made movies and you know this is the silliest thing that i have ever heard so you have to have the picture of your leader oh. at your home and at 12 o'clock at night any time a person who is an inspector can come mm. it's not that you do not have the picture if there's a dust particle on the picture, on the picture you will be sent to the camps yeah and also listen something weirder you can listen to the whole podcast mm. she talks about this so if the house is on fire forget about your kids forget about your wife take that picture Pitching. with you first and go run outside <laughs> that crazy yeah the snacks man right? man i i can only this is how big a human ego can become this is how huge it can actually they're become they're narcissists yeah they're just worried yeah. about themselves and everything yeah and when i started to listen to that girl no i thought and i have studied hitler through mm -hmm. all of these things not not like picking up books i'm not that good at reading but whatever i found on internet i just went through completely i know about the concentration camps and all and uh, this guy hitler actually seems so innocent in front of this kim dynasty because here the entire country is a concentration mm. camp man they are having landmines that nobody can escape they are having people who will shoot at sight that's it they are they, the country is deprived of electricity but they are having barbed electric wires all throughout the borders so that nobody can cross it is impossible to leave that country and in that country they are getting free labor they are, they are told about that this is the god and mm. westerners are evil and all that like that and uh, the main reason okay let's let's not get into that that is <laughs> no, another it's very topic. interesting dude uh, yeah no no i don't just want to repeat the podcast because you can just go through it is uh, the i uh, i do not remember the name of the girl <laughs> because it is a korean name but yeah, yeah, yeah. i told you no she looks like an anime character <laughs> i have seen like i saw it on spotify new podcast from jo rogan and the guest she she looked like an anime character for me that is pretty racist <laughs> hey, no, it's not racist it was so the way the eyes were it okay. was so much like an anime hmm. like okay this is actual person <laughs> like crazy <laughs> all right okay so let us get back to the fitness i have no idea yeah i have some idea where we walked into it mm. but i want to get into let us say if you're talking about ego what's up with conor mcgregor man i'm pretty sure that you're following him yeah dude i i, I do what's up with him what do you think about his last fight he broke his leg dude that's before so that see uh Uh, there are a couple of things okay, hmm. that a person should never talk about. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And if a person talks about that, it's crossing the line. Yeah. You cannot talk about a person's hmm. mother, a person's wife, family, wife, hmm. religion, faith, mm -hmm. father. You can't do all that. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, man. That's 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 really bad. I understand he's trying to sell the fight. That's it. He's trying to get eyeballs and everything on mm -hmm. the fight, but. 
after that you just need to stop man you you can't do beyond that you can't say your wife is in my dms and she's <laughs> putting all all that that is yeah. wrong i felt <laughs> but it doesn't matter hmm. whether if he wins or loses he's the world's uh, highest paid athlete he's not he's anymore forbes, forbes number 1 dude not for long gagan it's not now he is it's he not going to he over to cristiano ronaldo he over to lebron james yeah man. it's all right but look at the image of cristiano ronaldo and look at the image of conor mcgregor see McGregor. i completely understand yeah. i agree it's bad okay because see there are kids watching the, the kids the worst thing is that so i've been following mm-hmm. mma as mm. long as i can remember i basically started it in my college days back then conor was not over here so I, that was the era of anderson silva the anderson silva yeah? yeah okay so conor came somewhere around 2013 and i've seen him rise to the position which no other mixed martial artist ever did lot would say no other sportsman mm. ever did and the image was very very positive he was like a motivation for a lot of people came from nothing yeah welfare yeah well a lot will ag- agree that there are a lot of others who came from nothing yeah. as well but conor the way that his persona was he believed in whatever he wanted to do and others wanted to believe that as well but i have seen the shift in the whole view of how people are seeing him now it's not very positive man so what happened actually how did it actually change so much Khabib changed it. Mm. That fight, oh my God, dude! It's been two years since that fight happened. Mm-hmm. Till date, I watch it. Yeah. Till date, so it was. I think that fight took his soul. Mm-hmm. How much he spoke, man! He fucking he just broke a bus. He mm. he he injured a lot of people. Mm-hmm. He spoke about his father. He called him a terrorist. Mm. He spoke about Khabib's religion. Mm-hmm. I think you you can't talk about all that. And yeah. when he won that fight when khabib won that fight it just he just took his soul with it mm. he just took his soul along with that and ever since ever since that fight he's never been the same mm. you know after he fought khabib he fought that cowboy mm-hmm. okay he's like he's not that he's a good fighter he's moved the mic towards he's a, he's a good fighter yeah. but um not at that level mm-hmm. okay great after that he fought uh, dustin poirier mm. and like and poirier just showed him his place man mm-hmm. like dude i'm much more better than you Mm. and it was like when when khabib took took his soul it was done for him mm. and somewhere in my heart I why believe, do you think that the fight with nate diaz did not do that the third fight first fight first fight though he killed like he he just won right yeah he but just, that also is supposed to broke see break you have to up. understand who was he fighting mm. mr mcgregor is a trash talker mm-hmm. nate diaz is the king of trash talking mm-hmm. okay but khabib is not that dude mm. he's a purist mm. his entire life he's only known one thing mm. fight 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 mm-hmm. fight become better keep training yeah reach the stage that's what his father's taught him his father's never taught him mm. talk this mm-hmm. if this person says that do yeah. this no. neither did mcgregor's father no but he learned the game but he learned it yeah he learned it True. okay i have to talk at the age of 16 yeah, yeah that's where it talk. started his english was good khabib's english wasn't that great yeah but he never spoke he he did speak but mm. with his hands and legs yeah and his jokes they yeah. speak a lot yeah so when he fought when he fought nate diaz it was completely different mm-hmm. it was like he's fighting one of his own kind mm-hmm. when he fought khabib it was a completely different fight man yeah. like levels above him yeah all right uh, okay it broke him to some way okay he he lost in a very decisive manner I completely understand that it was a long fight as well he got beat in his four face four rounds yeah and after that the incident that happened we are all aware oh, of that the best right thing, dude. Yeah. then he came back he beats 
काबा सरवानी एंड देन इट चेंजेस लाइक कॉर्नर स्टार्टेड टॉकिंग इन अ हम्बल मैनर नो सी दैट्स लाइक आई डोंट नो मैन यू नो द he he just wants to show that okay hmm. so in the third fight uh, so you know there's a betting that happens on in on fights the like so many websites yeah so there's this guy called Brandon Shaw he was also a heavyweight fighter yeah he fighter in the kid podcast yeah, right yeah, yeah correct so he said that if it is respectful mcgregor nice hmm. mcgregor it's not going to happen hmm. if it is pissed off mcgregor i doubt it he did just because of that yeah. he, it, just, it, he just he just he see the thing about mcgregor is that first time he tried being respectful mm. because he knew what happened with his fight with khabib yeah mm-hmm. that that changed that humbles a person yeah. then the third fight with him he wanted to market it he wanted to talk bad things it backfired he mm. broke his leg and walked away that was a just a mishap because what i saw before all of that happened at least for the first half of the first round his striking was pretty crisp i think but corner striking don't you think his boxing and kicking it was pretty no, crisp man you, <laughs> Dustin Poirier is the best boxer in UFC man. Yeah, it is okay, but Conor McGregor is also one of the best strikers that we have seen in so UFC. So are you saying that his leg broke because of that striking? See, different people are saying different things. So Dustin Poirier will be saying that his leg broke mm. because he checked, he checked it and Conor's coach is also saying that it was from the camp training camp mm. itself. So most likely it happened because of the check only. So nobody actually knows. but whatever it is man what i'm saying is that it is not like conor mcgregor was just chilling out and having fun in his yard and not training the way that he came up it looked like he is in shape mm-hmm. and he has been training he's right? still training with a broken leg <laughs> okay that is not my suggested by <laughs> doctor he does work. like normal weights and uh, everything he posts it on all right that is the job of a fighter yeah. but it is okay and then the leg broke and that has happened multiple times all right mm-hmm. so Anderson Silva. That was the first one. Then later on, the craziest thing is that yeah, <laughs> this uh, Chris Whiteman. Chris Whiteman. Yeah. <laughs> that is like the, the guy who broke Anderson <laughs> Silva's leg. That guy's leg broke. Karma at his yeah. peak, right? Okay, but whatever. It has happened, and a lot of fights have stopped because of that. Also, not only over here in kickboxing, also you can see. Okay, uh, but the other problem is that is his ego getting bigger and bigger for no reasons actually. because he has not been fighting that much man so how can you actually expect yourself to be the best fighter of this world when you are not fighting that much not even like twice at least champions were supposed to fight twice every twice, year yeah. right and you are not getting that much experience and this just doesn't play all he does is that that's it that he he fights all the time and he has like businesses going on he has his wine company going mm-hmm. on i'm pretty sure that he has been approached multiple time for movies he has been approached multiple times to fight with logan paul floyd mayweather a lot oh, of uh, this guy conor mcgregor he fought floyd no yeah he he has fought floyd floyd and then there were talks of talking to uh, fighting with another boxers as well many pack yeah many pack yeah so so these are other things that are going on so fighting is very small part and at the same time if you're not humble the worst part is that after the fight when he is defeated with his broken leg he's still talking trash man first of all never interview <laughs> a guy at that position but thanks to joe rogan we got <laughs> but we can't really blame him but i can't blame him if he comes out later and gives a statement that i'm sorry about it but he's not i don't think so. i i you know what i really you know what when mike tyson bit evander hmm, holy feels yeah Yeah. You're off. Yeah. Okay. They they reconciled, man. Like they're cool even today. Yeah. 
but i i really don't think that uh, khabib and conor will ever be cool dude yeah that is not possible like if they it, are in the same room mm-hmm. it's going to be the second fight man yeah it's they're going to fight it for mm-hmm. not just him even if it's khabib's mm-hmm. team or conor's team they they could never i watched khabib's out. interview also later on uh, when he he talked about how the how the fight with dustin and conor actually went mm. and he's like okay this was very very expected so for example a person who has been fighting throughout his life it would be pretty obvious right now what is going to happen mm. we are audience we don't know that we have not experienced that these people know it the best and he was not that bitchy about it like i want to fight and all no he is no. cool he is satisfied what he he clearly said that i don't want to be the best of all time i'm one of the best of all time that's it and i'm happy with it yeah and he did a very smart move yeah and a very difficult move yeah you know uh, when you're in a position of power mm. when you have everything in the world mm. you know when's the best time to quit when you're at the top yeah when you're at the top let it go and it's done throughout history man like mm. george washington when he became the president he resigned when he was at the peak mm. when the media was talking greatly about him mm-hmm. people loved him mm-hmm. he resigned yeah he did that and today people they still study him and they respect him they revere him so much yeah and i really meaning i think in in this entire game of fighting there only couple of fighters who did that mm-hmm. who quit at the top because it's so addictive you know i feel that i should keep going mm. i should keep fighting that is addictive no yeah that is why you see a lot of fighters coming back yeah and that is wrong so gsp did it yeah. he when he was the top he quit mm. and khabib did the same thing yeah. he was at the top there was nothing more for him at the top of the mountain so so that is again another thing that if we co- compare khabib and conor then what we see is that khabib is not drawn by something right he's he, not motivated by money man yeah he he is satisfied by his own accomplishments in the sport Connor on the other hand Money. Huge, hugely is motivated from the start he never tried to shadow it or something but he was always driven because of that and uh, we have seen rise and fall of so many people so yeah. you know that right so he was offered 100 million to 100 million dollars to fight Floyd Mayweather Khabib yeah it is it's true like mm. it's actually true mm. and uh, he confirmed it on the podcast i don't doubt it yeah, obviously why won't you look at it so the problem with conor is that he builds all the hype and then he loses and someone else takes it away right for example nate diaz he's a showman dude. yeah dustin poirier uh, khabib so whatever you're building and then if you're losing then someone else is taking all the hype and at the big stage if you fail then the mm. failure is equally damaging to your whole persona it's not everything is damaging yeah. your business will get damaged yeah. your reputation his problem with uh, proper 12 whiskey so how it turns out it is it is not completely his yeah and uh, okay. there's a deal like he has to win or something or he has to keep on competing something like that because the whole brand is it's based on, on conor mcgregor so if he falls the brand falls, brand falls. so i think uh, from what i underst- read and understood is hmm. that it's been acquired hmm it's been sold his right. his whiskey brand has been sold okay he made money this is something that i think chael sanan was talking about it who was talking about it? i'm not sure but yeah that is where i heard it in some podcast chael so yeah he, he has he, his own good, podcast yeah he he's a good talker <laughs> he, <laughs> he's talker. one of the first when it comes to mixed martial arts <laughs> oh my god yeah. dude but then conor mcgregor beats him in that he um, brings a different level of talk he brings eyes to the game hmm. and people love it Yeah but when he lost man Khabib just won everybody's heart mm. with the way he fights not yeah. by the way he talks yeah 
but what i want to get into is that okay these are individual people and we are nobody to judge these people but what we can do is that we can learn, learn from, from how people rise astronomically and then they fall you know very yeah. see uh, one great thing about fighting is that it's a thinking man's game yeah okay not everybody can be a fighter mm. if you think that you're 6 foot 5 you're mm. 110 kilos mm-hmm. 120 kilos and you can be a fighter it's not going to work out for you man mm-hmm. and moreover the probability of a person to become a professional fighter mm. and to make that his career mm-hmm. and to reach that height mm. is extremely extremely small mm. you need everything has to be right man like you need to have the right coaching mm. you need to right, have the right people around you the mm. right mentors yeah. the right fighting style the right opportunities man mm. so when just like any other sports by the way yeah man it's 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 all there meaning mm. i completely understand but mm. when you think about team sports it's different but fighting is all dependent on yeah you. i'm talking about most of the individual individual sports okay sports. okay yeah. that that's fine man but when, like uh, even when i i think to myself mm. like dude i should start taking fighting mm. as my actual career and everything <laughs> but then Did i'm you like really think about it yeah dude it really happened it comes because as a human being no we all reach that oh i'm good but mm. then you need to be pessimistic and bring yourself down so let us just take an example because i've never had that thought in mm-hmm. my head mm-hmm. okay so when you think about fighting is my career what are you actually looking at your legacy the fame the mm. name the money what the, are you the legacy and the fame man like Both. i always think that mm. i'll see my name in the newspaper saying the gaganpal singh mm. india's first ufc mma fighter mm. light heavyweight category all right i'm like wow fighting john jones I'm like oh my god it's like too much dude okay. and I'm like no uh, no, no, no no possible no. it's not possible bro <laughs> okay i see because i have a better chance mm. of living a better and much more fulfilled and stabilized life and with a lot of money as well if i study if i study meaning grow in my career mm. and work well no my chances of earning money reaching a good position is much more higher there than going into a fighting career one injury can screw up everything man yeah and a lot of times before you even get in yeah <laughs> so you talked about fame so what do you think fame is good fame is important i don't know man mm. uh, i've never had it so i can't say so let us say that i give you all the fame of this world okay okay and you have 5 million followers on instagram which is actually quite low but kind of we can say that okay. it is famous what is that worth why is that important and i can spread my knowledge i can spread my views i mm. can i can talk about the things i like to talk about okay. and i'm sure definitely people would get influenced by okay. it okay uh, the problem is that a lot of times the whatever the famous people says becomes correct all right but famous people are not the most knowledgeable people yeah. right so i think that knowledge would be much more important than fame absolutely man fame would be something that only supports it <laughs> right fame see dude uh, i i am not the right person to talk about fame mm. because as i said i i never had it mm. okay. if it's there well and fine yeah. if it's not then i'll still keep working yeah see one of the reason why you'll see that on momentum podcast no there are very few famous people so we have had like 35 36 episodes so far very few people who are having even more than 1000 followers mm-hmm. on instagram mm-hmm. the reason behind that is that i want people who are knowledgeable mm. fame okay if people are worth it and they understand that these people are worth it then they are going to listen to it and whatever we are going to get 
it is going to be helpful for them. For example, I got Vinod sir over here. Vinod Datusulia has been working in GE for six years. He's a fantastic aerospace engineer. He has done masters from ISC Bangalore as well, but he's not famous. Hmm. So, and let us say I bring Komal Pandey over here. Hmm. What will Komal Pandey teach these people who are hmm. having I don't know how many thousands and thousands of followers? So that is the problem. A lot of people are running after fame these days. See. Uh, you have to understand one thing. Okay, fine. You bring a famous person here. You'll have eyes on your podcast. Hmm. But would you actually have value? That's it. That's it. Look, like you can. If somebody a... listens, mm-hmm. if somebody goes on YouTube and comes to your podcast, and there is this famous person, mm. and the things they say, would it enrich your viewers' lives? Mm. Yeah, is important. Yeah, but it will enrich your pockets. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It'll enrich yeah. your pocket, well and fine. But yeah. there's so many young people watching this, and they look up to you, and I'm sure some of them look up. Some of them look up to me as well. Mm. If we are giving out some information, yeah. it should be of such nature that it is in their brains mm. and would help them lead a better life, man. Yeah, not help them make bad decisions. Mm. So it is long time ago. I was in my first semester. There was one single teacher, English teacher. So in first semester, all the subjects are taught in engineering. It's a common kind of curriculum. So that that lady basically said something very important. She said that there are different levels of power. So mm. the lowest level of power will be physical power. Mm. And that is the oldest power that we know amongst human beings. The second level of power was knowledge. Mm. So later on, when people started learning more, they understood that knowledge is a bigger power. You can see a lot of small people, scrawny people having a lot of knowledge, huge amount of respect. They have a lot of control. The highest level of power was knowledge of knowledge, Mm. how you utilize that knowledge. So if you directly get into a place where you don't have knowledge, you don't have knowledge of how you utilize that knowledge, and it is going to all be very catastrophic. It's ultimately going to fall down. So these days, the problem is that being famous is not difficult at all, Gagan. Have you seen these reels and all going Mm, on on mm, Instagram? mm. (laughs) So it is not difficult at all. You can roast a very famous person 10 times, 10 different famous people, and you'll become famous pretty soon because there will be a lot of eyes on you as well. Roast a lot of celebrities, Bollywood actors, and people always search for these people, and you are pretty soon going to gain a following over there as well. It's not difficult at all. But then again... Where is the knowledge? And now what are you going to do with that platform? <laughs> right? Is it the right thing to do? Like, what? is it a good investment of your time to roast another person? Yeah. If I make reels, I would probably make like 10 second reels. Or... And dance. I would like to see you no, dance. No, I am a horrible dancer. Just look at me. I'm maybe six, that's, two, why, I... maybe <laughs> that's why you are going to get more views, Gagan. <laughs> no. If, if I make a reel, I want to say, probably talk about things like no gym everything's locked down hmm. do these workouts you can yeah. definitely uh, uh, get yourself into better shape mm-hmm. are you bored read these books hmm. do you want to learn this technology go to this website hmm. do you want to know how to study how to read faster mm-hmm. i would give out tips like that man because it's it's about providing value hmm. to the larger audience yeah. i believe yeah. money has come like the position that I'm in, what I'm getting, by God's mm-hmm. grace, it's all good. Mm-hmm. But what I want to do is, I want to give. Mm-hmm. And it's very important to understand that before you can take anything, mm-hmm. give. Yeah. Give, and then, you know, they say that, <laughs> like that's that, what happens. You have, to, you have to tear the roof. Like yeah. that. Okay. Now, completely understandable. Now, the problem with that is that a lot of people want that pill. That pill to improve their life. That pill yeah, that it's gives there, no. Yeah, so they don't want the difficult route. 
Yeah. If you tell them go and read this and these things in that website, see, nah. uh, no. When when they say that, no, I understand because mm. if you have never read, like if you're not accustomed to reading, mm. if you read a book, this happened to me when I was preparing for my IAS. For the first six months, I didn't understand a single word mm. or what is going on in my life. All I knew that I had tension and mm. I was very anxious all the time. Mm. Exam are I? I am. I'm not. I'm not ready and everything. See. When you read a book, no, mm-hmm. you will feel strained. Oh, <laughs> my eyes are hurting. Head is paining. Neck mm. is paining. Okay, it'll happen. Mm. The only thing you need to do is keep doing it. Mm. Yeah, but it'll that strain. is also difficult. Watching a lot of girls dancing on TikTok or yeah. this is easier. <laughs> It's always easier. Dude. <laughs> yeah, but who's going to make it better in life? Correct, Gagan. But that reads. is what I'm saying. Is that there is more? There are more eyes. on the peop- on things that does not add a lot of value and these social media platforms are going to promote that did you get a chance to check out my story that i placed day before yesterday if not then not an issue i'll i'll explain it so mm-hmm. what i did is that i just showed them my feed so i just go on instagram to post stuff and maybe scroll a couple of times i just follow few of my friends okay mm. So they're like martial art I follow a lot of martial art pages right okay. so I just showed them the real time recording so they're like couple of videos from one fc some videos from ufc some mm. of the fighters who are showing some of the techniques and all that so I keep on going through it and then all of a sudden I get three recommended reels all three are girls dancing that's it <laughs> and I've never actually searched any girl on instagram I never go to explore feed but that is what they're promoting me just imagine what they are going to be promoting to people who actually checked by mistake a girl on reel right they are going to bombard them with all of those stuff right <laughs> so that is what social media platforms are doing man so there's no way that you are going to let your word reach out that okay if you want to improve your concentration you have to do this <laughs> see it's not for everyone yeah see let's 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 be honest man hmm. Working eighteen hours a day is not for everyone. Not for everyone. Getting up at six o'clock in the morning and working, hmm. uh, working out till ten a.m. four hmm. hours a day hmm. is not for everyone. Yeah. Okay. Then after that, you have office work. I'm, hmm. This this is my day. This is how my day goes. I get up at like five thirty, six a.m. I have to be in class. If not, I have to do fifty burpees, and hmm. I hate burpees. <laughs> Seriously, I hate so burpees. I. <laughs> I hate burpees. <laughs> so I'm there uh, on time. Hmm. Okay. and then till 10 am we have to fight mm. who knows i might get injured mm. something might happen but mm. i have to be there mm. then i have work mm. i have calls i have to finish my projects and after that if i have if if i if i don't have extra work i have to go for running mm. after that comes study i have to do my mba i need to pick up new technologies mm. this life is not for everyone yeah okay because i know that for me to reach my goals and my dreams na mm. i can't just keep watching reels i can't yeah. keep living like that yeah so that is the thing man the majority of the population do not understand that that how hard you really need to work to get wherever you want to get and that is very clear there is no actual secret over there there are a lot of people who are going to be making videos clickbaits on youtube like this is how you multiply your money mm. 25 times and all that quickest way to earn money there's no quick way man what are you talking about the only quick way is to tell other people's quick ways to earn money that is what a lot of people are doing <laughs> right yeah. mm. see if it comes if it's too good to be true it's actually it ain't be, yeah it's 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 <laughs> it's not it's not going <laughs> to it's yeah. not going to work out for you man yeah. if it's like I'm going to give you hundred percent on what you invest. No, it's not going mm. to work out, man. You need to make sense. You need to research, mm. and then probably 
put your money there yeah so the point that i was trying to get at is that we often confuse the numbers with the fame all right so we look at a person's following and we say 5 million followers okay that person is pretty famous but then again the majority of the population is not looking for quality and if even if you are having a small following like, let us take an example what is your following on i don't know man 700 i guess that's so. it yeah, all right so if that population if out of 700 600 people are actually following you and learning something new because those are the people who are actually going to take the crude way the mm. rough way and they are going to improve their life then that is actually much better than having a 5 million following and zero people are learning anything so you're that. saying the quality of followers matter yes and the number should not be confused with fame and also there's a difference between fame and popularity hmm. so these are different terms but often getting confused man social media has changed so much today i remember as a kid the only thing we had was a landline phone man <laughs> that was so much social better. media <laughs> that is social media you have like two phones at your home you your brother and another cousin is talking yeah. that's yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then came the time of orkut do you remember that oh this is a wonderful time man hmm. like seriously you could write testimonials about people you and can uh, you can read chats any chat of any, any person anybody yeah right? <laughs> yeah so then came facebook mark zuckerberg and he just ruled it out and then <laughs> facebook is doing crazy stuff now instagram is also gone it is facebook part 2 yeah purchased yeah. everything now and uh, the only platform i honestly feel right now is going to provide any good to you is probably youtube hmm. because youtube at least it has an algorithm that it will show you what you watch so if i'm going to search few videos about guns all right then it is going to show me shorts what do you call shorts shorts of guns right hmm. but then again like i gave you an example of instagram it is just going to show whatever is popular at that time whatever is famous see uh, you have to understand that uh, we live in a much much better time mm. compared to our parents no doubt in that i, I, I let, hear me out yeah see if our parents or our grandparents wanted to learn something they had to go to the library yeah if they wanted to understand something they had to find a teacher yeah. and they had to wait for the teacher yeah in our day and age is not like that you want to pick up a skill go on youtube mm. go on udemy go on some learning platform where you can do it okay yeah. if you're spending your time looking at really knowledgeable people i really think uh, patrick bit david is one person mm. sadguru is another person and there are many other people who are knowledgeable and they can give you good direction in your life man if you listen to them nothing like it have you heard of this guy uh, andrew huberman No man. So he runs the podcast by the name of Huberman Lab podcast. Okay. And uh, he is actually Stanford or Harvard, I don't remember. Most likely Stanford. He is a professor over there. Mm. And he has just started a podcast on neuroscience. He talks about how sleep is important. He talks about mm. what is the proper way of diet. He talks about the circadian cycle. You should definitely check it out man if you if you are very conscious about your yeah. health. So this level of information you can access for free. from any part there of the country there is gold on youtube yeah. you know especially for people who want to get into technology yeah. like data science yes. or whatever about data science you learned a lot yeah. about I, data science <laughs> there's gold there yeah. and i see like harvard proce- uh, professors and big university professors mm-hmm. they're explaining mm-hmm. really uh, difficult concepts in deep learning man mm-hmm. like what is uh, uh, gradient descent and mm-hmm. so many other concepts yeah. dude yeah. in such simple terms and i see the views 10000 views mm. 11000 views yeah that is the problem there, there's this guy uh, 
i don't know him i don't remember his name but he runs a youtube channel by the name of everyday astronaut so he talks a lot about rocket science and honestly this guy has taught me more rocket science than isro did <laughs> he talks so much about it man he talks 30 minutes 40 minutes straight up he goes to uh, spacex he talks to elon musk directly takes his interview and you are able to watch it for free, free. absolutely free that is amazing and uh, that guy is actually getting millions of views so it depends on the crowd if crowd you actually it. find the educated people there is not much shortage of them mm. but it is much more difficult they are educated <laughs> like educated. if i want to teach rocket science to a bunch of phd's i have to be at a level higher than them speaking of level higher i really believed mm. that every person mm. in this world mm. or in this country or at least watching this podcast mm. should either write some kind of competitive exam such mm. as upsc <laughs> ca or do a startup yeah. something apna, difficult difficult matlab it will stretch your capabilities mm-hmm. till next level yeah even yeah. see even if you do a startup you fail you will be a fantastic employee <laughs> yeah the company will not let you go mm-hmm. even if you do upsc and you fail you're going to your your knowledge base will be everything you know what i believe that if i didn't do upsc mm-hmm. i would not do anything in my life yeah i would not get into martial arts i would mm. not do mba i would not do yeah. data science nothing it gave me that base and confidence saying that yes knowledge is power it takes you places it's a bridge to a better place the more you read the more you're able to learn man you, the the place you will reach in your life will be so so much better like i can see like year by year my life is becoming so much more refined mm. and better me as a person yeah I, i'm becoming so much better so people who spoke to me one year ago and they come talk to me now mm. the conversations will be so much different yeah so this one kid ravi varma came to my podcast so he prepared for civil services examination i think for two years mm. failed in both and then he said that i need money <laughs> all right so i cannot just sustain my preparation for any mm. longer so what he did is that he prepared for this gate examination or engineering domain examinations and he cracked freaking nine examinations man <laughs> he just changes idea and he still continues yeah. to prepare for civil services so now he got a job yeah. and now he's going to continue to prepare he's so to prepare he he learned what is the value of struggle he learned what is the value of hard work and even if he failed in those examination he knows that he has gained something mm. now there's this another guy who also came on this podcast rishiraj so he was kind of very average student and he just uh, gave gate examination with full preparation he had a surrounding where others were preparing mm-hmm. and uh, then finally got a rank of 18 in gate oh, examination wow. and the point is that now he says that okay i was always an average student i thought that i'll get a normal job but now because of this whole preparation journey now i feel that i can do much better things in life because now you'll understand so for example if you look at me when you i was you know what what is the yeah. common thing that you have understood yeah with all these people what mm. has happened to them change change is very vague mm-hmm. see uh, what they did they studied mm. they studied they they were studying to get a job mm-hmm. but something better happened to them yeah yeah one person was studying me i was trying to get into ips mm. but something better happened to me mm-hmm. what was that my mind opened mm-hmm. my mind awakened mm-hmm. my mind was open to so many ideas it could understand difficult concepts mm-hmm. things that i never thought that i could ever comprehend man mm-hmm. i never thought that 
I would be working in an engineering portfolio being a hmm. commerce yeah. graduate. Yeah. I never thought that would happen. You might not be knowing about that. <laughs> you need to check out the last podcast. Yeah. yeah. We're so, not going to repeat. Yeah. See, that's what happened to me. Hmm. Like my mind awakened. I was much more calmer, much more mature and understanding. I understood okay, if I have to get to this level of in in, in my life these are the things i need to do mm-hmm. if i keep thinking ha ho jayega law of what is that uh, law of attraction, attraction stupid yeah. thing <laughs> super stupid, stupid man i've talked so openly about it horrible thing man yeah. i don't know how people follow it i made a full video about that you know Good. that it does not work it does not work and i followed personally for 3 years i read the book i read 2 3 books on law of attraction So believe stupid. achieve yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all that yeah. bullshit you know, very bad that is yeah. do- misguiding people yeah and they made millions meanwhile that's Let- <laughs> that, I, I, that is what show them a easy way to success and they are going to buy it it's as simple as that very very bad man yeah. it is so convincing also so convincing oh, man right. i was convinced i was just 19 at that time i watched a documentary freaking this works man <laughs> this is my problem i so felt that phone <laughs> in my hand i i felt that <laughs> staring wheel yeah uh, stupid things i i really don't but but the alternative to that is any day working harder and smarter yeah to to what you want to do yeah see today i don't know maybe i'm working in a private sector tomorrow i might reach a bigger position in somewhere and probably day after who knows you might see me in politics or something like mm-hmm. that that is that will happen only because of my understanding my mm-hmm. education me learning reading seeing the uh, seeing what's going on in society mm-hmm. and uh, i if in any day i become the education minister no? mm. uh, or at least joint secretary mm-hmm. in some kind of education primary or secondary education mm-hmm. i will make reading newspaper compulsory <laughs> really the hindu mm. m- must and should for all 10 standard students there will be a, a paper on that there will be an examination paper in your boards what do you say about that that a lot of population can be misguided because this media is also controlled see uh, See, depends on the kind of paper you're reading. If you're reading, uh, I don't know some. This is media in the oldest form. So see, media is has always been. What controlled. are you reading? See, you, see, I the reason I recommend Hindu is because the the editorial section especially is pretty unbiased. Hmm. They say what happened, what the government is doing, what they should do, what they should not do. Hmm. Okay, this is what the editorial section is, and there won't be any author name and all and everything. It will be there. Editorial section is really good. All right, and. And every time you read the newspaper, no, you're a much better informed human being. Mm. The conversations that you have with people who are much more mature than you, much more educated than you. I think this would be a good time to break out, Gagan. I never actually read newspaper in my <laughs> life, my entire life, twenty-seven years. Yeah, you should, man. Especially mm. Hindu, I would say. I see. I was doing it because I, for IS, you have to. Yeah. Man. Like eighty percent of your questions come from there, mm. and I never left that habit. Mm. I still read. Still read. still read isn't it like changing because now we have apps on our phone let it be there but i'm a old fashioned guy <laughs> man like i need to see that and read it mm. i need to be able to underline like if there's a word i don't know i underline and google it what is this word oh mm. new word i learned today okay. so that that's what i do mm. all right and and uh, yeah so that's i will make reading newspaper compulsory mm. for sure won't you make like martial art or some physical fitness see com- you have to understand first? that um, martial arts and especially martial arts okay it is not for everyone hmm. okay. physical fitness you can do you okay. can go running you can play football cricket do yoga would you say bit. that it is for every girl 
in india yeah like definitely man like when i get married if i have daughters I'll, okay I'll that is your personal life but would you say that it is good for girls to have defense definitely, in this country definitely. so won't you make it compulsory see i will give them a choice hmm. okay not every girl is going to do that okay hmm. interest interest would differ what about you, newspaper then see newspaper i would say it because it opens up your mind man and martial arts you can only do it up until few years that's it in your life Mm. as self defense you can learn couple of techniques how to get out of a rear naked choke and all those Do you really things. think it is that easy see if you know bjj it is easy okay and how much time does it take if you're a good practitioner probably 10 seconds 10 seconds if you're practitioner matlab like purple belt kind of practitioner 10 seconds to learn chokes no get out of a choke all right no <laughs> no i'm saying how much time it takes to learn it takes time that's that it so then again that will take time all right so they will have to invest time in learning that as well they have to learn right? that man they they need to see i think everybody should learn how to fight man hmm. i think everybody should learn how to fight yeah. in in the right manner okay so i'm asking you a question gagan so if you had to make it compulsory for the students see, i can't you? see i i would make it compulsory because that is my interest hmm. how the response would be that is something else but Akshay. i would definitely make it compulsory akshay kumar once actually wrote the letter i think to pm to make it compulsory yes it's a very good letter hmm. he should and see the pm has made yoga like they've advertised it they said you need to have yoga classes because it's a part of our indian culture if we are teaching brazilian jiu jitsu in like schools like it won't set well they also you know why are you doing this teach uh, kallari pattu that is a part of kerala that is fine like as that. well that is yeah, fine as well because that is pretty athletic but then again you don't know a lot of practitioners of kallari pattu i see i don't know a lot of practitioners because i don't know if it's effective in an mma fight well yeah see number one it is very scarce so it is mainly concentrated towards southern india mm. that too very scarce very very so that is why we have not seen the sports aspect of it mm. so recently a lot of you, you have seen a surge initially we saw a surge of wrestlers in mma mm. obviously it started with jiu jitsu mm. but after that we saw wrestlers a lot of them getting in then it was wrestler plus boxer that is a good combination then they said that no muay thai is compulsory for example if you see dominic cruz mm. if you see he's a wrestler plus boxer with a very good footwork that's it but very soon we saw his demise as well right because he did not cope up with kicks and his latest fight you see he is inco- incorporating kicks now mm-hmm. because now the fighters are very very multidimensional so we are seeing for muay thai got its own surge right and now we don't know because there is a form of kung fu which is called sanda and that is the okay. kickboxing for, form of kung fu okay. right so we have not explored that i think that there is a great martial arts which nobody is paying attention towards and that is hapkido it is a korean form of martial art okay and that is basically a combination of taekwondo and aikido okay so these martial arts are not explored that well hmm. and you might have heard this that kung fu actually was born by this kalari payatu bodhidharma was a person bodhidhar if you call it in okay. hindi he is the person who went to china and mm. taught the monks over there monks were very very non violent people mm. back then and uh, this is the person who taught them how to fight because uh, because they they were getting uh, robbed their their jewelries and all whatever mm. gold they had mm. it was getting robbed by the bandits so bodhidhar taught them the art of fighting and they later nourished it as kung fu 
Wow, man. But you did not know about I that. I didn't know this, man. Right. Very informative. Every now and then you need to talk to me, Raga. I'm going to tell you a lot of things. Right? <laughs> so, what I was saying was that it is not explored, but it is, it is much better than doing nothing. Yeah, so, a lot of people would be saying, uh, Wushu does not work or what is that? Winchen doesn't work. Oh, okay. It is better than doing nothing, man. Hmm. All right. So, you should know some defense or the other. So, I would be satisfied with Kalavi priority as well. I would be satisfied with boxing. <laughs> boxing yeah. is great. Yeah. Boxing is very practical. Practical, seriously. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't have a big history. It's only like 100, 150 years old. The only problem is that boxing is not that much reliant on technique. Like, don't get me wrong, but uh, a smaller size boxer is not going to beat up a bigger size yeah, boxer not gonna that happen. easily. Because bigger size is just going to eat it up. It, especially when you have gloves, but let us say there are no gloves. Bigger boxer is going to take a lot of punch, and one punch of a bigger boxer is going to yeah. Knock because it down. the weight, there's a lot of weight difference yeah, over there. Okay? Yeah. But if you say BJJ, BJJ, no, everything not. is equal because you're on the ground. Height does not matter. Yes. Size does not matter that much. We have seen a lot of fights where smaller <laughs> practitioners. My are. coach taps me out every single time. Oh, yeah. He is thirty. Yeah. Thirty kilos lighter than me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think yesterday was BJJ class for mm-hmm. him. We're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, chalo, let's roll, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Within like one minute, I struggled and struggled and struggled. I tried to get some kind of submission, yeah. like an armbar or a kimura or yeah. something or a or, or, or an Americana. Nothing happened. So He's you have a like 20 kg weight difference and still that 30 happens. Kg 30 weight kg difference, weight difference. Right. right. So that is what I'm getting at. Like we basically started with girls knowing martial mm. arts. You need to get them prepared, especially when we see so much atrocities. See, unfortunately, on. the atrocities that we see that is yeah. going on in society, like what women have to go through, I think it's great if they learn it. Yeah. But it, it has to start from a very young age. Yes. Parents have to push for that it. That is why I'm saying schools, man. <laughs> see, um, when I say parents, it has to come from home. From the house. Yeah, so everything is uh, double-sided. I think you have to show them the value as well. And that we try to do as much as possible. But then again, let us say government says, from now on, girls are going to learn martial arts Mm. in school. That is not the end of your duty, man. What is the next part is that you educate the people who are not aware of that. Mm. It's it's going to take time. Because for some people, martial art is just Kung Fu and Jackie Chan. I'll tell you, I'll give you a plan of action on how to educate people. Okay. Mm. First of all, you need to get this. uh, You need to give more light to other sports other than cricket yeah okay please <laughs> first thing okay. second of all we need to send out our fighters abroad mm. to fight in ufc bellator have become good boxers in the uk and mm. america yeah third i would say open a promotion company in india they started and it there are many started closed. but they don't get good support yeah like how ufc gets and everything america is different okay once we have the fighting culture here, once fighting is respected a lot, mm. okay, that's when things would expand elsewhere. Man. You were saying something about like how it is getting mainstream in Kazakhstan and Kyrgyzstan so, and all that. Um, what happens is, uh, so this is how this is how I found out. <laughs> so there's this uh, there was a, this MMA competition. Okay, I, mm. I got the message to participate. Okay, I'm like, no, I'm not going to participate because mm. my kicks are not that great. <laughs> Okay, boxing is there, wrestling here and there, but kicks are important. Yeah. Okay. So I found out that if you win there, you'll go to Kazakhstan. Okay. okay. And for, what for I, training? For training? No, to fight. Okay, to for, fight. For, for finals or something like All that. Right. Okay. Over there, I read that it's it's just like how cricket is here. 
Kazakhstan and Kyrgyzstan they're like right next to each other like India yeah. and Pakistan yeah, okay yeah. fighting is like cricket there they mm. start from a very young age mm. kids from a very young age are extremely competitive mm-hmm. if i'm doing 10 pushups tarika will do 15 mm. if i'm doing 15 pullups he'll do 20 mm. they get angry why did you let me stop mm-hmm. so that's how it is a uh, bought up like how that's how they are bought up over there fighting is it's like what you say like inbred within them and that's why it's it's getting a good uh, platform and everything i don't know if you know but khabib started his own promotion fighting yeah, yeah. promotion yeah i know it's called eagle mma or promotion mm. mm. eagle promotions he he's doing that because he comes from dagestan dagestan is known to have the world's most brutal fighters mm. but there are other countries uh, around russia that that have equally good fighters mm-hmm. so he's giving a platform for them yeah yeah if if they are able to perform well who knows ufc might see bellator might see they get called to america and fight there yeah 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 all right so it is a culture that needs to develop yes. but uh, what what i'm getting at is okay fighting is one thing and a lot of people will be saying that these prized fighting is supposed to be illegal as well because a lot of blood over there people are getting into it the career might just end up because of one injury understood okay i understand that what i'm talking about is awareness about these martial arts that can actually give you a power through technique to defend yourself and it is very very possible i know this i was always a chronic kid when i saw martial arts and what power it actually gives you because mm. of speed and technique and basically it is a deep science man you understand the anatomy of the body mm. you understand like okay if i hit in the liver it has to be right side mm. of the body and not left side because the whole liver is tilted towards right side mm. there's a peaking thing over here you hit it the liver blows up like a balloon oh and God. it hurts your entire nervous system in a way that your body has to lay down to maintain pressure yes. so this is a science and then you understand there's a solar plexus over here mm. and then what is jiu jitsu man it's all about the anatomy and the understanding mm. of joints so this is a science that gives you the power even a smaller person can actually defend himself or herself mm-hmm. and not only that did you did you watch that uh, a girl just slaps a cab oh, yeah. driver multiple times sad, man. yeah very very sad so okay. it's not always one sided these days because of this whole movement of feminism and all lot of things are going on there there there's there's a documentary i think on netflix sons of india or something like that okay and the problems that a lot of boys faced because of girls and a lot of movement for example uh, two of my favorite podcasters chris delia and brian red sorry Uh, Brian Callen mm, all right mm. these two people were just me too man and they lost their career for over one year that's it they lost their podcasts and ultimately when they found out they looked at the background they were innocent they did the whole background check and they were both innocent and one one girl just accused Brian Callen for a thing that was accused because of what he did 21 years ago and that also he did not do so that can actually happen so there's this problem in both directions okay. but but at least when it comes to self defense mm. we all know what is the problem like there are cases we have mm. all heard about the case in up and the even the cops not doing anything about it right so you have to take the power and uh, we have talked about it me and komal has talked about it on on talk and fire podcast and they are like kids in the comment section i do not know how old yeah go and teach that to the 3 year old girl who got raped like obviously we can't teach that but what about the girls who are growing up how about teach them about the defense why are you looking at what we can't do look at what we can do <laughs> right um 
see um that's first of all that's very sad to hear what, yeah. whatever is happening okay yeah. it's very important that boys are raised up in the right way yeah. okay we meaning me i feel that i'm fortunate to be raised in a city like bangalore and mm-hmm. being raised by a single mother yeah when you're raised by a single mother you are taught to respect a woman mm-hmm. you have no other choice mm-hmm. if you don't you're going to get whooped mm-hmm. okay that's that's how it is mm-hmm. unfortunately in patriarchal societies mm-hmm. where male dominance is extreme and to a large extent no it's very important to raise boys the right way and how do you do that it's very important that in a family when a father has a son mm. and if that son sees the father abusing the mother mm. talking in a wrong mm. manner mm-hmm. shouting and all that it's going to inculcate in the son unfortunately yeah, yeah. if the son is raised in the right manner mm. if if he sees the father is always respectful to the mother mm. doesn't abuse her doesn't shout at her always is playful kind gentleman mm-hmm. it's going to get picked yes. up by the kid man yeah a lot of things you learn subconsciously subco- see that and kids no better learn they see and learn yeah. they yeah. see and learn yes yeah they see and learn like if they see you working out see if you're a father and you have a kid if they see you working out if they see you eating healthy if they see you reading learning they're going to pick it up yeah and uh, that is why that happens in the negative side as well whatever they say yeah, yeah. unfortunately it yeah. does but yeah. we have to do the best we can mm. we have to control what's in our hand mm-hmm. okay now that is the topic that i wanted to discuss like whenever it comes to girls and martial arts and i've been in martial art dojo since i was 8 years old oh. and what i've seen is the worst part is that ratio over there is also like boys are more mm. into it and they want look at our our class yeah. where we learn mma how many girls were there none right yeah. most of the time most right the time. so that is what happens but let us get into different part like it has changed my life a lot the whole yeah. martial art Definitely. thing and a lot of people who still ask me like what was the turning point like you you mm. were not that good of a student back mm. in your school mm. how did it turn so i always say that i just did one thing i joined my martial arts class again that gave me a lot of things and the top of it would be confidence mm. which basically told me that okay you can do things if you do work towards a particular thing you can achieve few things how do you think that it helps you and because of which you continue yeah all right competing every now and then is okay but you still keep on doing it because it helps your life and if i'm not wrong you'll continue to do it yeah man i'll i'll continue to do it till i'm not bored <laughs> okay. okay the day i get bored i'm going to pick up something else mm. okay like, the same thing happened to me with something gym. else physical or physical something i don't know something mm. physical itself i start, i was gymming mm. and i got extremely bored picked mm. up martial arts man and i'm enjoying it mm. like i get to meet a lot of great smart mm. individual like individuals over there okay mm. um so what was your question again how does martial art influence your life and why do oh, you think man. it is very important <laughs> martial arts or physical fitness See, in general the first thing you need to be extremely mentally strong mm. okay mm-hmm. the mental toughness that you develop in mma or any kind of martial arts mm. it, you can push it forward in your other aspects such mm. as your studies mm-hmm. your office work or your career in whatever you do it teaches you mental toughness mm-hmm. second of all it teaches you with discipline you can achieve anything mm-hmm. okay and the quality of your nasha mm. okay i always tell my friends this to like what what you get drunk man what you smoke up man what do you do this man the quality of your of you i tell them mm. your nasha is very cheap mm. man have something that is 
always there with you mm. and it's going to be great for you okay see i'm not saying that i don't do all those things i do it occasionally mm-hmm. i have it under control okay, okay. but always doing it mm. getting a big belly mm. double chin mm. no cardio you mm. walk like a sloth mm. it's it's very sad man yeah it's very sad i always say that have addictions that are good for you mm. have addictions where you work out you are you're performing well mm. where you're doing good things in life going to gym is not bad it's a great thing when you're getting a good physique confidence you you mentally so much better and moreover in in other aspects such as one one nasha that i really inculcate is that if i don't do the work mm. it eats me up yeah if there's some work when it comes to my career my office and i don't do it mm-hmm. it eats me up like i can't sleep in the night mm, okay that's how it is if yeah. i don't do it well as well no it'll be in the back of my mind oh i I, sh- i should have done that and it'll always uh, be on the back of my mind oh i could have done this i could have done that it helps me explore mm. so that's how i explore new new technologies new new ways new yeah. books i read articles oh this is how it could be done this new thing is coming up we could implement it in this project is going to change this for the company mm-hmm. so this is how this is what martial arts does to you yeah. it opens up your mind yeah. it gives you control over your emotions mm-hmm. and it gives you discipline mm. without discipline you're just an animal yeah and uh, obviously what you are learning through martial arts the brain is same and you apply it somewhere else as well yeah see you're going uh, to see fighting it. is a thinking man's game mm. for sure if you're not able to think if you think that it's only muscle and body no that's bodybuilding mm. as fighting no yeah it's a thinking man's game you okay. need to know when to attack when to defend you need to be able to conserve your stamina Hmm. If you're able to think, every like. other sports, okay, maybe hmm. weightlifting not so much, but let us say you're looking at badminton or basketball. Everything See, involves thinking. Yes, I'm not saying no. Hmm. It it does involve thinking. It's yeah. a ba- like badminton or your uh, oh, football, basketball, yeah. football. definitely no yeah. no doubt about it. But fighting, if you don't see in basketball, you make a mistake. Hmm. You maximum what you lose a point. Hmm. In fighting, you make a mistake, you'll get knocked out. Yeah. and it might that is the first thing i understood when i was 17 years old mm. so i was in 11th standard and i was doing karate at that time so i was competing regularly like every i mean sparring and all every mm. sunday mm. we had to spar and i had reached somewhere like purple white belt or something like that so my friends and all cigarette mm. smoke cigarette and all drink beer they all started with that the only reason i did not do it is because my health and my stamina would be hampered mm. because of that and if my health is not at its peak i'm going to get my head kicked out mm. that's it that is what kept me away from all of those things that fear of getting yeah. knocked out when yeah. seriously and that is what i said so uh, i have done my btech in northeast right so i was talking about this earlier before this mm-hmm. podcast that mm-hmm. a lot of boys over there are super athletic but the problem that they are facing is a lot of them are smokers but they play badminton they play football but if they don't have this much amount of stamina they don't score a goal they don't get their head kicked off right so yeah in that sense obviously your yeah, stamina is extremely mm. important yeah. man it's 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 serious something else mm. and you know one one perk like i would say a mm. good thing okay mm. that uh, of doing martial arts you can notice it mm. oh girls are like oh you're a boxer <laughs> oh you're karate 
you put some nice <laughs> punching it? punching video i don't know kind. what part of the okay you grew up in bangalore so there yeah. must be but i always said this to girls and they think that i'm some kind of freak who is just running around in white geese or something like <laughs> so it got, many of them don't know what is jiu jitsu yeah. and so i have to tell them mm. look if you learn jiu jitsu you can choke a guy like me you can break my arm mm. you you're like so small you can do it if mm. you if you know jiu jitsu like yeah then they go on my profile they see everything yeah so was... maybe maybe now things are changing but when i was chasing girls and all back in at least till 2018 time hmm. i'd say that nobody gave a shit <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't know about they it they basically thought that i was a freak and uh, it would be much better if i would have told them that i play football or something because they actually know it they know cristiano ronaldo <laughs> and thanks to conor mcgregor i guess a lot of people know about a lot of things a lot of people know a lot about fighting yeah. now and it, it's 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 always different like when i'm in a group no mm. my friends always say hey man this guy is a fighter mm. so the conversation is so much better they ask me questions they don't think about that you are a brute guy who kicks people's asses things like that no see they come to know by talking to me okay mm. like see first of all like fighting is not my main thing like i, I study yeah. i work so they come to know okay fighting is something that i do just as a hobby mm. but they always have a sense of respect oh wow you do this or mm. you fight so mm-hmm. they ask me questions mm-hmm. like how can i do this i want to be able to kick what's wrestling what's take down i i tell them so the conversation is so much more better mm. and it's like i'm always like i don't know the odd one out but i'm the one like people talk to and mm. they they interested to ask questions and everything yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. you are going to find very rarely people who are into martial arts and this combat sports and all which is the reason why a lot of gyms are shutting down <laughs> <laughs> right but maybe maybe people are going to find out more about it it never made sense to me actually me personally other sports and all never actually made sense to me really okay yeah. cricket never made sense to me cricket even football man football i loved uh, i used to kick the ball from goal post to goal post yeah, power was always there it is fun but if i'm going to optimize my time then i'm going to find that one sport or one uh, physical activity that is going to help me in self defense make me the fittest fastest because i know that kicks are going to remove your belly the fastest because mm. all it is about is abdomen yeah. right and uh, then again it is kind of individual thing so i can do it at any time so it always made more sense to me in that which kind of is an excuse for a lot of introverts i don't know dude <laughs> I, I, i didn't think that much like you i just went with the flow what interest i had i did it yeah. i got interested in football i went for football i don't think that you are ever going to get bored of martial arts you often say that when i get bored i'm going to get out see i don't know man i haven't gotten bored here because i know you i have know. lots to learn it is not a sport gagan martial mm. art is not a sport it it's a way a of life dif- no it is a different domain Mm. you understand people make it in the domain of sports sports is a different domain how many martial arts have you heard of in this podcast only a different martial arts is a different domain there's an aspect of sport to it mm. so you are not exploring one sport you are exploring one domain, domain and lifetime will certainly not be sufficient for you if you just keep on going like even if you just start jiu jitsu today 10 years down the line you are never going to be satisfied yeah, yeah. i have to learn this i have to do that yeah. i have to go i have to get a blue belt mm. brown belt black belt mm. coral yeah. belt <laughs> it'll be like that it's like a never ending process uh, yeah. I, i guess so man yeah All right. Are you in a hurry? I see you checking the time every now and then. No, dude. I was no? just checking my messages. Are you tired? You want more coffee? No, dude. Tell strong, me, man. A very having... strong coffee, yeah. Okay. You All right. It, yeah. So, shall we get into some other topic? Yeah, dude. Let me know. You have anything in mind? Because I have bunch. 
in my Tell mind. Me, what do you want to okay, do? so yeah. I wanted to get into this whole lockdown thing that okay. is going on. This is a new age that we are living in. There is no getting out, I guess, because it. Yeah, no, see, um, you have to understand this pandemic or whatever coronavirus and whatnot and mm. everything is here to stay. Mm. Masks are here to stay. Social distancing is here to a stay. A lot of states in US actually removed the compulsion. See, that's mask. them. Okay, meaning we can't talk about the US, but in India, what we're facing right now, mm. you have to understand that the healthcare infrastructure in the US is much better than in India. Mm. Their vaccination coverage is much more better. Mm. Okay, the medicines they have, it's much more effective. Mm. Um, but in India, it's different, man. Like mm. our healthcare system, we saw it collapse in the second wave. A lot mm. of people expired, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So. and the way we work also has changed mm-hmm. okay and i really believe that covid is here to stay mm. maybe if not totally eradicated there'll be a part of it even if the complete population has been vaccinated yeah and so there there's this youtube channel called vox have you heard of it no it's pretty brilliant man you should definitely check it out if you want authentic information so uh-huh. they gave some authentic information about covid as well and they explained why covid is so viral mm-hmm. and uh, one part of it which is the reason that it is derived from an animal okay so and another reason that it mutates is a reason why it is very difficult to eradicate because there are a lot of viral infections that has been eradicated mm. right smallpox would be one of them but this is very difficult to 100% eradicate from the entire globe mm. right so obviously that would be one thing that it is going to stay for a long time at its best at least right so what were you saying then we, this is the new way of life that see, we yeah, have yeah man you see you, you got to learn to work with it okay mm. meaning the lot of the the best thing this i would say this lockdown has been the best productive period for me mm. i've been able to focus on my work i've been able to focus on learning new things i've been able to focus on my masters i had time for my martial arts i've been able to do so much keep mm. time for myself mm. like i'm be- i'm becoming better on monthly basis or quarterly basis okay? mm-hmm. because i've used my time like that mm. the time that i had because i know that this time that i invested in myself would reap the benefit somewhere down the line in the future yeah it's going to give some kind of opportunity is going to come that it's 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 going to take my life to another trajectory altogether okay mm-hmm. and uh, one more thing is that uh, unfortunately students ha- like students haven't had such a great time because to online classes we are the luckiest one we I, just did on professionals yeah working professionals students masters guys are doing the bachelors masters or phd's now unfortunately they've they it, it's been tough on them because yeah. going to college interacting with people is it's is a part of college i mean i miss that about college where i used to meet my friends mm-hmm. and one thing is that people who are in this phase where they are unable to focus on exams or because of this online classes mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. i would say that you you have to learn to adapt yeah adapt mm-hmm. it's very very important all right the problem don't leave your education please <laughs> yeah so there are a lot of people who are thinking about like how about i start a youtube channel now yeah, and all those things it. go for it but please understand that a proper education is also necessary mm. so don't completely forget about that part one thing i love about my situation right now if the whole youtube shuts down i have a career still going on mm. i've completed my education mm. i can get a job it's not an issue at all right so you should definitely have that a lot of people hate to bring it back to fighting they will say the same thing 
even in any sports in general that you have an education sports any sport is going to last for 10 years 15 years at max and then you have to go back over there but a lot of kids will not be able to understand this part because the carimnati effect see and <laughs> the see kids are different okay mm. because like when you're 18 19 20 no your your mind is not that look well. at things physically whatever works this works i'll do this yeah like see the mind is not that matured okay mm. and see for me as well okay like i have a good stable career i'm earning well i'm doing mm-hmm. well. martial arts doesn't work out for me it's fine no big deal yeah. okay mm. when it comes to kids no you can't tell them anything they're still exploring that age is like that where they're exploring and i think it's good let them go explore let them understand what mistakes they're making and they'll come back by themselves mm. i was like that mm. i made i made lot you of you did not had reels gagan <laughs> <laughs> so it is easier to say it for you you let your kid go explore instagram and they are going no dude what i did was i used to play dota 2 a lot dota 2 yeah. it's a computer game okay and it's like online and everything i'm an engineer yeah I <laughs> so i i used to play a lot and i i did for quite some time and everything even now i kind of miss it i feel oh saturday i should go meet my friends <laughs> play one game but i don't get the time okay. dota but, is a smart game man yeah it's a strategic game yeah. it's 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 a strategic game that i i feel okay when i'm a big pro when it comes to video games man. i'll always say i'll always say video games are good for you because i was a big time gamer as well is that it? is what i did throughout my time <laughs> since the days of the cassettes the day where you need yeah i still remember those days the cassette mario con <laughs> Are your controversies? Till the point where I needed a graphics card. Till the point that this is a gaming computer, actually. Yeah. Gaming oh laptop. my god! Yeah. It's been so long since I played a game. I have a YouTube channel. I sh- I put my gaming videos. Every what now and what then. games do you put? There? I have played Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Ah. I have played Call of Duty. I have played bunch of different. Play Assassin's God of War, man. I don't have a PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah. Dude, that's the have, game to I play. I've played man. God of War's couple of parts on my PSP, PlayStation Portable. You remember? Hey, no, dude, play the latest one, man. No. Yeah, I, I have seen all the walkthroughs, man. I know how epic it is. <laughs> Seriously, like. Even yeah. the story and all how it goes, man. Amazing. That is the thing a lot of people don't know about games. Like a lot of games actually have much better storyline than a lot of movies that you've watched. Movies do, man. Seriously. For example, Prince of Persia, Call of Duty, Black Ops. These Assassin's are Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Freaking the Ezio auditory story. Oh man. Right. Ezio Brotherhood. No, that is. The first part was Assassin's Creed Two. Second was Brotherhood, and Brotherhood. third was Revelations. So this oh basically concises, and then there was a movie. animated movie on that as well oh my god it, it's 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 have insane. you played that game assassin's creed yeah, yeah i played man. it man like not it the latest one latest one sucks that man. egypt not good huh? uh, they they have made it an rpg so like i said i was playing assassin's creed odyssey so you can't proceed from a certain level hmm. in the story so you can't defeat the enemies so you'll need to buy some things from oh, their store is, uh, or you just have to roam around doing side tasks and all so the whole philosophy of assassin's creed has changed and the valhalla part that recent that came the viking one hmm. i don't really understand they have moved into different domain the last same assassin's creed that was made was i think the syndicate one the one in london that was the last assassin's creed that was proper assassin's creed mm-hmm. but till the time at least um, this unity the one during the french revolution was tremendous man i learned so much about the history because yeah, of that dude. so much about the history the american revolution was so amazing there is this one character over there dude hmm. catherine F- s f o r z d forza hmm. in, in that french revolution thing okay okay um so 
this is um, she she was a woman hmm. okay so her father was the king okay hmm. and he was like the man like a, a masculine kind of a man she uh-huh. she's very interesting okay all right so this is i'm i'm saying this story is because i want people to understand the masculine and feminine dynamics yeah, yeah, yeah. of a human being yeah she was she she was raised seeing a father doing sword fighting mm-hmm. uh, ruling a uh, entire city meaning mm-hmm. doing politics meaning uh, whatever a king does and that yeah. inculcated within her uh-huh. okay years later when she was married her first husband was a drunk Mm-hmm. was wasn't that interested in mm-hmm. doing anything yeah. but when the time came to rule where every company every city every country mm-hmm. every person will have a time of crisis mm-hmm. in their life so a time of crisis came in the city as well that how, she was how ruling. come i never went through the story man because, because you I... don't read my brother <laughs> listen has... to this okay listen to this okay uh-huh. she Hmm. so there was like army army troops coming in okay uh-huh. to her city to overtake it and everything hmm. she was i think 6 uh, months pregnant at that point of time hmm. okay she remembered her father at that point of time her father was no more hmm. when she was pregnant then she she had a crazy strategy hmm. where uh, at that point of time everything was controlled by the church hmm. the pope yeah. and all that thing mm-hmm. okay 14th century she she was able she disguised herself she okay. covered her belly uh-huh. and went out of the castle okay and she was able to get the pope in a watch tower hmm okay and she was able to negotiate a truce mm-hmm. okay she bought time for 10 days mm-hmm. people were ready to kill her mm-hmm. people were ready to kill everybody from her family but she at that moment took such a stand that not even her husband could take mm-hmm. and she learned all of this from her father all right okay her name is katrina for the it's it's spelled s f o r z a she's a wonderful character in history so did was this character in assassin's creed yes where there was a sexual scene also in the game with that did this character man yeah so i probably missed it out yeah okay. man see the reason i'm telling you the story is because i i see a lot of women mm-hmm. okay they're like what should i do in my life Mm. I don't know. I don't have this. I don't have that. Mm. And that is a very wrong way of looking at things. Okay. Maybe it's it's not their fault. Maybe mm. it's been their upbringing. Maybe the things they've been told by their parents. तुम लड़की हो ये नहीं कर सकती. सिर्फ लड़के कर सकते हैं. Okay. Mm. I would say no. Mm. Okay. I I would I really think that a woman should always have a strong masculine figure in her life. Mm. Ideally, it should be the father. If the father is not there, or mm. if it's not a strong masculine figure. they should seek one outside when i say seek one don't go looking out for a man a strong figure that you can read why can't it be about. a strong feminine figure it can be mm. no, dude indira gandhi was such a strong feminine figure mm. there's so many across history mm. strong masculine figure strong feminine figure it does not matter mm. but a strong figure for a, a female is very important to be in a position of power mm. all right and and i really believe that more than men i really believe that women can do a better job being in a position of power yeah what is this country man uh, for example you know pra- why hmm. when just do one thing keep it near your mouth yeah, N- not that close okay uh, you are here so okay, sorry. it does not collect from this okay, side sorry. what i'm going to do in future is that i'm going to give the guest a headset as well because okay. you are not able to see now okay yeah so not an issue as i was saying that hmm. i really believe that women should be in a position of power mm-hmm. one reason why is that is that men are very egoistic mm. okay see when 
um, a man fails in life or mm. something bad happens to a man mm. they blame it outside <laughs> i worked with this guy i shouldn't have gone with him mm-hmm. i partnered with this guy mm. i shouldn't have partnered with him mm-hmm. man i should have had the brains to keep like not go with this person mm. women are opposite if their friends are not talking to them no they will say what's wrong with me mm. am i not pretty enough <laughs> i'm not a good person <laughs> they 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 have that in them mm. unfortunately that's that's how it is unfortunately they they would it will implode dude it's mm. better to explode than to implode mm. you understand right and this is why i believe that a woman should be in a position of power because they self reflect men don't do that yeah we they are, look for external men are ego maniacs man uh, that is the reason why all the conquerors in the history were men there not there's not a single <laughs> woman who turned out to be a conqueror that i want to capture the entire world yes. and if you want to see the example this um, what is that northern most northern part iceland mm. yes, this is a crazy country man does not have a military i see can you can you believe yeah i just watched one video by johnny aris yesterday this country does not have a military it also wanted to stay neutral throughout the world war 2 but obviously when war happens then you are going to be conquered yeah, yeah. right and there's uh, the prime minister of that country is a female uh, now this is another country finland mm. so finland is known for its education mm. it's having probably the best education throughout the world and it is completely different man you check it out their way of teaching is completely different all the education minister and the leaders of that country all women really they are doing great see they're doing great yeah. see what i just said women should yeah. be in a position of power mm. okay and uh, another thing is that uh, uh, this this goes to everyone irrespective of your gender irrespective of where you are in your life okay mm. and uh, i think this is specific towards uh, people who are into startups or leadership positions mm. okay i know one thing about myself mm. that i'm not a ceo material kind of a guy mm why not i am not a ceo material kind of what guy what is a ceo material kind of guy ceo material kind of guy is person who straightforward who has clarity in his vision and thought mm. okay he's a number one kind of a guy mm. okay what i am i'm a number two or number three kind of a guy mm. if i find a guy whose vision is clear whose path is clear mm-hmm. i can support him mm-hmm. i can be his backbone mm. to ensure that he's going in the right path mm. i can be a number 3 who can lead the operations mm-hmm. who can ensure that things are working well within the company so that externally also things work well for the company mm-hmm. and i believe that when people say that i want to be ceo i want to be md director man you need to have maturity first for all that Just you need to know problem. yourself mm-hmm. it's very important to know yourself before you can make such powerful statements because when you're talking to experienced mature people no they will know mm. uh, this guy people who have like 20 plus years of experience 15 plus years of experience working experience no mm. they'll judge a person's character just by talking to them mm. they have that experience mm-hmm. especially in the corporate field or even in the government sectors mm-hmm. they will understand this yeah. and you need to be very very honest with yourself know yourself mm. before you choose a right path Yeah that's pretty smart important. of you to accept that gagan very few people will actually accept yes. that everyone wants power see i'm not saying when i want power yeah i i just don't want power i want absolute power hmm. and i say Dictator. absolute yeah but what <laughs> yeah dude dude anybody who wants uh. power they want full 
Huh. Dude, you just do you want just little money in your life or you want lot of money in your life? You want lot of money in your life. Do you want just little subscribers? You want lo- lot of subscribers. Similarly, that's where want... you are wrong again. See, I'm listen. I'm pretty happy with the number of subscribers. See, good for you. But I'm saying that <laughs> if I get power, it's generally that's how it is, man. Different people are different, yeah, though. But if I get power, I want lots of power. But it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But let us say it happens. Then what? <laughs> then what? <laughs> then you have the entire world, and the entire world's people. Some are starving. Some are having diseases. Yes. How do you manage that? See, if, are you asking me if I was a dictator? Yes. <laughs> oh, man, because you have, wa- especially because you have watched how to become a tyrant. No, no, I was no, no. not that, knowing that, is, that your objective was completed. See, <laughs> see <laughs> if see that's that's true. Okay, uh-huh. now. First of all, I would not want to be a dictator because yeah. I would not be a good one because I'm too sweet to be a dictator. Okay. Second all right. of all, hmm. okay, being a dictator in this day and age, when not people possible. are so educated, hmm. so well aware, hmm. they know the importance of a constitution, hmm. written laws. Mm-hmm. It's it's different. Okay. okay. It's not not my thing. But hmm. if I have power, I want to have the right kind of power. Okay. And what is the right kind? See. Of? Have you ever noticed one thing? Mm. Why do middle class people mm. write IAS exams? Why do middle class people want to get into government jobs? Majority of them are middle class. Whoever writes IAS, IPS, and all, you understand? Because it is cheap to write that examination. Cheap and all leave. That is fine. How, dude, come on, you can't pay like one five hundred bucks. It's very cheap. I understand. Cost has nothing to do with it. It has everything, Gagan. It's a very small amount. Ask them, can they go for MS abroad or can see, they do MBA? See, if your goal is to get do masters, people will find a way if you're smart. By you, the way, I'm not only talking about civil services. I'm talking about all the government examinations. Okay, I'm talking only about civil services. Mm, okay, okay now that is different. Civil services or even government exams. So why is it that only middle class people have, you know, majority, there was some survey done by UPSC and they found that middle class people majoritarily write IAS, IPS, yeah, yeah. government service exam. People who are high class or well off, they generally don't write this exam. Okay. Generally, there are people, exceptions here and there, but mm. well and fine. All right. Okay. The reason is mm. that power, man. When you go to a place and you're not given, and you feel that you're not given the respect and the importance you're due, and you felt that if I was in this position, no, it will be something else. Okay, just tell me, that. what has more power, politics or uh, you are becoming a civil services officer? See, if you want to serve, civil service. But at the end of the day, politics has power. Then why okay. why don't all the middle class people go for politics? Because then? they can't get in there. Why you not? Need a, because your father should be a politician. Not necessarily. Or else you can't get through. I've seen a lot of people getting into that just by doing social activities Good, and they do it but for it takes years. a long time for them. Yeah. When you're 50s, 60s, when you're... Yeah, so if power is all they are hunting, then why don't they do that? See, um, your your question is not right. Okay. 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 Your question was, which has more power? Politics or bureaucracy? Hmm. Politics. Being an MP is better than being an IS or IPS. Right. That is for better sure. Better in terms of power. See, the senior most political power in the state is the chief minister mm. the senior most administrative power meaning the senior most bureaucrat mm. in the state is cabinet secretary okay. uh, sorry chief secretary mm. cabinet secretary is the flag bearer for ias across india mm. okay who selects see if i am the chief minister of karnataka i will select my own ias officer okay okay yeah so politics has more power over there okay it is true but you have to understand that 
it is not total power mm. it is control power and there are certain rules regulations constitutions that govern it so when you go for let us say civil services that is also very much controlled see by the people who are ahead of or above of you and those are going to be the politicians see you need to know how to see that's the game hmm. what i said the 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 that book the prince hmm. when you are in a position of power or hmm. when you are into a, a public life no you're going to meet a lot of bad people you're going to have a lot of disagreements hmm. you need to know how to maneuver yourself through it hmm. you will have disagreements dude we have seen many instances where IAS officers have gone against ministers and so many things have happened. Okay. Okay, you need to know hmm. how to maneuver yourself through it. Okay. You just can't be that angry young man who who decides I'm going to be the most honest IAS IPS officer and do it. No, it's not going to work out, man. Hmm. You will get kicked out. You will get suspended for hmm. some reason or what not. Okay. You need to know how to keep your head down and work and you need to know how to maneuver yourself through it. Hmm. So IAS is the quickest way to power. it is this if you, meaning come on if you if you're an is officer the respect itself is something else man mm. this entire like district will be in your control mm. so many important decisions would uh, like your your decisions would in, impact a lot of lives can i say this correct me if i'm wrong a lot of people are going for civil services because it is respected the most it is the most respected service in the nation and um, that is not going to be the same for politics see i don't know Uh, unfortunately see i i can't talk about politics at that much i only know what i read we can talk about common people though see we can talk about it see what i'm saying is that ias is the most respected job in the country hmm. the position that you'll have the power mm-hmm. that you'll have the respect that will be given to you mm-hmm. because of the decisions that you'll be making mm-hmm. okay now you are in say you're in pune hmm. there is a danga hindu muslim danga that's happened over there there's some riot that is going on over there hmm. you can't take out your books read you can't call the politician no hmm. nothing mm-hmm. you have to be quick on your feet how are you going to handle it yeah who's the, who's heading that yeah. who are the religious leaders over there you have hmm. to directly talk to them it's it's very important to know see that that's one reason why upsc has such an elaborative syllabus meaning you're you're 21 years old hmm. just passed engineering hmm. and you'll be reading history at ma level hmm. you have to read entire history of india mm-hmm. why because it will help you in your administration Not to much. know the history of the place that you are in mm-hmm. it's very important why geography we read so much yeah. to understand the locality as well mm. that is why they they ensure that your knowledge is ripe for the job okay so let us look at our rachya side and a lot of people might be doing it for a good reason so a lot of middle class people have seen a lot of problems that the common people actually face a lot of people actually want to solve that that is also true hmm. a lot of people want to do that because of that as well see uh, earlier how it was you know hmm. um, if you want to solve society the problems of society you hmm. get into a government job hmm. okay become isips kuch karo work on the grassroots level with people Mm. and try to make a change make an impact and there have been many wonderful bureaucrats yeah. throughout this nation that mm-hmm. have done extremely good jobs okay? yeah or join politics or whatever not okay mm-hmm. now things have changed mm. um there there are bureaucrats who have quit their jobs mm. is jobs and started companies <laughs> they feel they can have a better impact by starting a company that is true as well yeah it's things are changing man god mm. knows tomorrow what what's going to happen so 
I don't have many friends who are in civil services, but I have bunch of friends who are in engineering services. And the power at that level, what they share is very simple. Like if you want to do something, you can do it. You want to change the education system of this government school nearby your office, you can do it. You can change the life of the 500 people working below you. You want to educate them, you can do it. You have that much amount of power to create change. Obviously, the power would be much higher when you look at administrative services mm-hmm. and all, right? So yes, you can create change over there as well. But I would say that pointing out just one thing would not be correct. There's always a concoction of a lot of things that are influencing the common public. One would be power. The second would be the influence that you create. The third will obviously, obviously be the respect in the society, right? So a lot of people want to become ISRO scientists just because of the tag. Mm-hmm. I get those, those calls on a regular basis that I want to become an ISRO scientist. And when I ask why, they don't have an answer. Your why should be very compelling. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah. Um, if if any if 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 anybody has ever had that moment in their life where they were humiliated mm-hmm. or were utterly defeated <laughs> or felt that mm-hmm. and I've had these moments in my life where mm. I felt if I worked harder mm. I could have done better. Mm. Okay, you know when you have such moments, you no, know, where you're helpless mm. but feel that if I would have worked harder or mm. if I would have studied harder, things would have been different. Yeah. You know, when that emotion hits, you know. Mm. For God's sakes, don't doze it off by eating, by drinking, yeah. by smoking. Let it sink in. Mm. Remember that emotion. Remember that moment that your father was unwell. You knew that if you would have worked hard earlier in your life, you mm. would have been able to take care of him today. Mm. Remember that moment where your mother is ailing mm. and you wasted those years roaming around with your friends drinking. Mm. Remember that moment where you saw your father say, Beta, tumhare fees ke liye paise arrange karne. Mm. Remember that moment. Mm. It is only those moments that will impact you so much. That pain, no? That impacts you so much that mm. you'll make a change. You know, I I never listen to anybody that says, Gagan, wow, Gagan, you're so great. I, wow, Gagan, you're so smart. You're a fighter. You're studying. You're doing this. Yeah. I'm like, brother, if you have something bad to say about me, come. Acha bolna hai. Message me dalda. I won't even read it. Facts, because facts these, don't make you better, no? See, because these things, no, they will only inflate my ego. Mm. They'll not help me make great change. Mm. I've had numerous instances where people have told me in my life, you will not do anything. Mm. I still remember those people. Mm. I have written it down. <laughs> I'm not joking. I've written that, what that sentence that person has said, dash that person's name. Mm. Is it? I've written it down. Is it, isn't it a little bit toxic to carry it is, those people? No, no, no. I'm using it in the right way. Mm. I took it personally, but I'm using it in the right way. But aren't you burning within? No. See, I am burning, but that is that 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 fire is fueling something productive. Okay. Okay. Mm. So that is what like I've written these things down. Mm. I I I remember those people, like ten years from now, five years from now, when I wasn't in the right path. I remember that. Mm. And every time that I'm going the other way, no, mm. something within me. Some compass would take me back to that moment. All right. Okay, you need to do that. And it's a bad feeling also. Mm. And then you calm yourself down and then you start doing your work. Mm. All right, that makes sense. There are different ways to keep yourself on track. And what you said... Dude, my views are very extreme, man. Not mm. everybody will be able to relate. Yeah. Only the ones who have faced that pain no, would remember that pain. No, They're like, yeah. So there was one time in 2008, 
18 so it was may june july time 2018 i was really in a bad situation like in a hunt of a job and i went to multiple people and they just stopped taking calls like that so they basically betrayed a lot of them were my family members as well so what i did is that in their phone number contact i placed a term loser mm. in bracket just next to their names and i said that i'm in the situation it is going to change i know mm. for sure but i don't want to forget what they did and i'm saying and declaring today itself that they are losers for not helping the person who has the capability to get out of it mm. without their help as well and they they did not see that when it was blatantly in front of them but then later i removed the loser, loser part because i did not just want to carry it along with me in my life see i don't know about you i'm different from you man i say i'm not carrying it mm-hmm. see i don't have a grudge against those people yeah i meet them today i talk to them well like dude come let's go out man let's have food let's catch up let's go here mm. but it's still in the back of my mind mm. and yeah. you said this you remember yeah i don't say it out to them yeah like the position that i am in the things that i'm doing in my life mm. the the path that i'm going through mm. it proved them wrong yeah yeah so yeah there are different ways when i won that state championship right <laughs> like i won by knockout <laughs> and even you know the guy i knocked out also he he follows me right? like <laughs> seriously and he's also a great guy do you guy. follow back yeah definitely <laughs> like he's preparing for ias and oh, he asks me for tips and everything and where does it train by the way it was in bangalore itself in a place called utrali it was in a ground it was a amateur boxing fight. yeah yeah we never got time to talk about that i yeah. want to know more So you have time, right? Yeah. So explain a little bit about that. So what happened is that one day I just called you yeah. for what reason I don't remember. Yeah. But same. it was ten o'clock at night, and you said that, bro, I just won yeah. <laughs> the championship, and uh, I want to talk more about it later. But we never actually yeah. got time because that was the high part of your life. So yeah. obviously I can understand yeah. that we are going to talk about it later. So let's talk about it. Like, what was the whole thing? How many months did you prepare for it? I dude, I started boxing in September of. 2020 yeah and i won the championship in march of 2021 okay and less than I, a year I, i'm sorry less than a year pretty much less than a year hmm. but i worked hard like uh, if you ask my coach he proudly says gagan worked hard hmm. like i knew one thing my technical skills wasn't that great the only reason i won technique when it comes to boxing te- yeah technique like the way you punch the way you turn yeah. pivot okay it wasn't that great i just had couple of things that were working for me mm-hmm. my footwork mm-hmm. my stamina mm-hmm. and my power okay i wanted to ensure that if i am punching him mm. something has to break mm. I, that was my intention mm. okay if i'm hitting him he has to feel like he got hit by a train mm. okay and that's how i trained mm. okay so that was because this was in my hand technique takes years to develop mm-hmm. and you know karate is so technical in nature yeah so i focused on that and second round it was a knockout by you know it was like the so the referee calls us mm-hmm. and we he'll check whether there's no padding in your gloves yeah. he'll check your mouth guard yeah. your groin guard and everything yeah. he says he we both stand next in front of each other i want a good clean fight and everything that guy is staring at me in the eyes uh-huh. okay you know no he's trying to imit- intimidate me like, was saroj on your corner yeah he was my coach okay. dude like he was jumping dude when i won mm-hmm. so he was trying to intimidate so me let us thing. let us take a step backward to get a perspective so this is a state level karnataka state level amateur boxing right mm. so in amateur boxing you have a head guard no no you don't it used to be there this okay. time for girls they have Okay. Oh. All right. So you have all of this, and then this is like a 
thing that you registered for two months before, right? So how much time it, did you? I registered, I think, a month ago, twenty days. Okay. All right, but just before twenty days. Yeah. Yeah, but you are pretty regular. I know that that you are regular with your workouts and all. Mm. So how did you direct your whole focus towards that? Obviously, you are having a job as well. Yeah. So the thing was, it was on the weekend. Uh. So I applied a leave off on Friday. and my fight was on sunday i'm talking about the let us say 20 days preparation yeah dude so i used to run in the morning mm. and i used to go train in the evening did you change anything that is your usual my routine? intensity went up high okay my training intensity went up high and we did a lot of conditioning work mm. conditioning matlab your body should be conditioned in such a way that you should be able to stand and fight for 3 minutes yeah, three what rounds. did you do for that man we did a lot of um, like these uh, preparing like uh, hurdle running hurdle running yeah. jumps footwork mm. training weights little weights, bit little bit here mm. and there mm. and lot of bag work okay bag work is that you have to keep punching timed even when you yeah timed one like 5 minute round something like yeah. that yeah keep punching for 3 minutes 5 minutes mm. even when your shoulders are hurting even when your hands are hurting <laughs> that is how you develop endurance and power yeah. when you can't punch that is when you have to Pivot right. your body and punch. So, what are the rules of amateur boxing? Like, how many rounds and what is the point system over there? So it's three rounds. Um, hmm. That's it. How many minutes? Uh, each round is three minutes. And one minute gap in between. Yeah, one minute gap in between. All right. And point system is ten point system. I don't know, man. Like, All I right. am not sure of it. Hmm. All I know is that uh, when I knocked him out, hmm. he fell down, dude. Like, hmm. it was a liver shot that I gave. Oh. Okay. It was a liver shot, and mm. the sound was so loud that that is the thing about heavy weights. No, you're going to hear the sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Impacts so, are big. It, see, see, even that guy was a heavy weight. It's not like he was his no, no. punches were like kisses. Dude, I'm talking about you two only. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the thing about heavy weights. That punches are much more brutal, and that is why you are going to see a lot of knockouts in heavy weights. Heavy weights. Yeah. So let us get back to it. Okay, this is the rule. So did you train like round wise also? Yes. So I used to fight six rounds hmm. in in training. Yeah. So I would fight for three rounds, then no break. Immediately next guy used to come. Okay. He used to be fresh. Yeah. And after three three minutes, then another guy would come. Hmm. Six rounds I used to go like that. All right. So that is why you have to. train for longer because when it comes to the real thing the panic will be there no, and which will be so out, nervous man oh my god brain out a lot of he was, he was staring and staring dead into my eyes like you know how mike tyson <laughs> does and everything he 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 thought he was mike tyson it happens okay yeah. first round he came like guns blazing guns blazing mm. i'm like okay and i also went mm. my coach is like you have to keep hitting mm-hmm. i didn't do that much defense mm. by the end of the first round My coach told he's hitting only straight punches. You give only uppercuts and mm-hmm. hooks. Mm-hmm. I'm giving uppercuts. If it it will connect to the stomach. If it doesn't connect to the stomach, it would hit the chin. By the end of the first round, he's got a cut here. His so nose this guy is, is taller than you or shorter? I than think you? one inch shorter than okay. me. Okay. The thing about straights is that the reach is longer. Mm. So I have a long reach, so wasn't a problem for me. Yeah. So uh, by the end of the first round, his nose is bleeding. Mm-hmm. His eye is cut. Just. below the eye socket okay and he was completely exhausted he mm. used up all his stamina so the guy did not had much stamina no no mm. no then second round came mm. no mm-hmm. um the referee would stop me all of a sudden because i was bending my head okay then i'm like let's go i was playing open guard open okay. guard is my hands are not up it all is right. down i'm taunting him i'm putting my head ahead like come hit okay. me come hit yeah, me yeah. he would just throw one punch i'll go back i'll counter okay then i would jab twice to the head and one to the liver uh-huh. 
it hit him once he could feel it uh-huh. i did the sec- same thing second time slowly he dropped mm. and that's okay. when i knew he's not getting up all right okay so this was one guy then obviously there were others this was the finals guys. okay oh. i had only two fights man okay what about the pressure man what kind of pressure can you explain over here because it was my first fight and i was very very nervous uh-huh. extremely nervous and uh-huh. my coach also was like he hyped me up see whatever training you did it is for this moment hmm. everything you put it in the ring hmm. nothing you should take out hmm. everything sab kuch dal do i'm like okay fine <laughs> everything and did I you did do something to calm yourself down i was trying to breathe yeah the it and you know what after i won man the crowd the way they were cheering for me mm-hmm. that was the most addictive thing in me. that is a nasha i would say that nasha yeah. is something else yeah. when people are calling you out they want to take pictures with you they mm. they're saying like i this one moment really impacted me a lot mm. like this man came with his wife and his kid mm. he's telling his kid dekho beta champion <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i took a picture with that kid yeah. and everything that kid was a wrestler he's trying to twist my <laughs> finger and everything uh, it was so nice eh? all right very nice yeah definitely that is the highest high that you can feel in oh. your life at so i say no quality nasha mm-hmm. you need to have that yeah that is another reason why our fighters why, why all the fighters are having problem with their retirement because nothing yeah, can satisfy them and that anymore. high man like it's in yeah. high really i'm yeah. not joking no no that is what all the fighters have said that that is nothing can compare with that and you can only think about the, what they must be feeling in the mm. international level when this is the thing in the state level yeah. right or what you'll be feeling in olympics when you're representing your country huh. right so i wanted to get into the pressure part because i still remember every time before my fights in karate and all mm-hmm. so i had this different kind of fear and I, not only me everyone even in the sparring sessions we all had this fear no matter how good you are even if you are the best in the class you'll always be having this fear and later on a lot of people asked me the question regarding i feel this fear that my hands are shaking and my hands are sweating mm-hmm. when i'm giving examinations <laughs> so i thought that the solution must be same and i faced this problem too when i appeared in gate examination in 2016 uh-huh. that was my first so i felt that it is the exact same thing man <laughs> it is the exact same thing so the whole thing is that whatever has higher amount of stakes and which can really judge your life and shift it from one direction to another direction brings the same kind of panic that yeah, is yeah. embedded in the human genetics mm. and same when it goes to examination let us say you have prepared for civil services examination for 3 years my god you have invested so much you have sacrificed so much and this one examination can judge your life and make all of those 3 years into a success story or a failure story then certainly mm-hmm. you are going to sweat you are going to tremble yeah man so i applied the same philosophy because in physical it is much easier physical you understand it like this so human body is made in a way that your body is going to pump a lot of adrenaline mm. whenever you are in a fight or flight situation mm. and that creates the panic that creates higher blood pressure that creates your eyes getting warmer a little bit i am sure that you must have experienced mm. this as well when you close it you are going to feel the warmth in your eyes because the blood pressure is so high so this is the fight and flight situation that you have faced now and in physical situation it is the easiest for you to understand and what i have understood is that all of this is for you to perform better it is there so that you either run away or defeat the it's person it's a fight who, or flight yeah okay. so that adrenaline is there to help you 
and that is why what i applied in the examination that whatever i'm feeling it is there because this moment is not like any other moment it is there which is something different and the feelings that i'm having right now is different for a reason it is there to help me and that is how i dealt with pressure in examinations as well and that is why i tell a lot of people a lot of people i have asked this question to so many people man because how to deal with pressure is my special area of interest and what i have seen is different people deal with it differently and some people most of the people 90% of the people what they say is that this is how i deal with pressure i give myself a plan b and i have a backup so it is not that pressurized for me even if i fail it does not matter but that i could never understand because if you really want it that badly can you really have a plan b no dude it's when you say even if i fail it doesn't matter mm-hmm. you haven't given it your all yeah 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 you can't you can't say in a boxing match even if i get knocked out it's not a big deal i'll mm. be fine mm-hmm. dude a knockout is horrible it takes you sometimes months also to that is what fight does not give you a second option yeah. man you are going to get knocked out that is what fighters learn the fastest because this is not any other sport you don't have a plan b mm. you might just go to coma if you get knocked out yeah, really man. people have died as well yeah <laughs> people have died yeah. when you can't take any chances there like yeah. you have to be so prepared your body conditioning everything yeah. has to be perfect you got to yeah. keep training man yeah so a lot of things you know that is why i like podcast especially with you gagan <laughs> it brings a lot of things that i have never thought about and especially when it comes to martial arts one thing that i understood talking to you is that why martial art is so different from other sports and most of them are related to the output of a fight which is very very different from the output of a sport you know every time i train you no know, mm. I, i go with the mentality that i do i i need to learn lots mm. like I, i haven't done much in my life i i need to achieve more i haven't accomplished more mm-hmm. i keep asking myself like dude what have you done what have you done mm-hmm. nothing so that that one thing keeps like pushing me ahead and keep pushing me mm-hmm. more and more and more and i don't let one one aspect like this is a a part of human nature everybody has it mm-hmm. it's ego and your grandiosity mm-hmm. saying that i am all mm-hmm. i don't let that is when you have to be a pessimist Mm. you need to tell yourself you're nothing come down you need to train that is a stop stoppage to your growth as well the mm. moment you start thinking that you don't have room for growth growth that is where you There's stop always learning. room for growth yeah yeah There's always room that is what i've seen from the, the best pe- the best example you know who is abdul kalam sir yeah he died doing what he loved mm. became president of india mm. after that what people do they sit in the government house and mm. everything but he was still teaching you read his book which one His wings of fire wings of fire right yeah. i want to read uh, vision 2020 okay that is something i want to read man is is he the author yeah he's the author no? i was not aware of yeah. that when did he write that when he was alive man long time ago okay yeah, long time ago man. he gave wings the... of fire is his biography no like yeah. how he grew up like the influence his brother in law had in his life man the humbleness that that person had is mind boggling man he was so humble man and uh, he he it is written in his book that when he was getting uh, transferred to drdo okay mm. so you must be knowing that his journey began in isro only right so from the 1960s mm. to the major part of 1970s and uh, he was responsible for the launch of this uh, agni that is the missile mm. but i'm talking about isro's mm. launch vehicle that is slv3 SLV3 that okay. is the proper first launch of a indian launch vehicle so he was the project director 
and then he was uh, sent to DRDO because a lot of people don't know rocket technology and missile technology are like twin brothers. It is very much hand in hand. Did wait? Israel started in a church, right? Or yeah, in Kerala. Church in Trivandrum. Oh my! I've God. seen that church. You've seen that church? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went over there. It was part of the tour. Oh my! And God. now it is like a museum. So oh. if you get into that church, no, it is having a lot of old components of Israel, mm. and it is it has been modified. Like it is a tourist spot now. Mm. So it started over there. Bunch of people just starting a company. It was a startup, man. It was a startup. So Vikram Sarabhai was the visionary. Mm. I'm sure you must have heard his name. Obviously, man. So he was a rich person from a very wealthy family, and he chose physics, and then he started this whole university in Ahmedabad. That is what is SAC space application is established next to right uh, physical research laboratory. PRL. So he has spent his time in ISC as well. So he just handpicked six people, five people from PRL itself, and one person from Department of Atomic Energy. Mm. And that was the person Arumadan. He has also written a book. I have all the books lined up over there. Arumadan, and I've read that book as well. And he basically explains how it all started. And this Arumadan, no, uh, yeah, Arumadan was uh, there. At that time, APJ Abdul Kalam sir was already in ISRO, and I'm sure that you must have heard of Nambi Narayan, right? Mm-hmm. Nambi Narayan, the guy, SPNH case. Okay. Oh yeah, he's it. It was still going. He on. has written a book as well, Wings of Fire. It is probably there, yeah. right? So this Nambi Narayan's interview was taken by Abdul Kalam, one of the panel member. He was one of the panel member. And this guy is reaching the peak, and there are literally people in ISRO who is jealous of this person. Because he's getting all the hype, and this person, when you look at the life from his side, he does not care about fame mm. and all that, and meeting the prime minister and all that. When he died, man, he went. Uh, people went to his home, and uh, they found just couple of dresses of DRDO, no belongings, man. I right now have hundred times more belonging than that person has. You have much more yeah, belongings that that person had. The humbleness of his life was striking man it it is not understandable by a common person who is running after lust he all he cared about was science what his life was 100% focused on was science i've seen uh, his uh, place where he worked in shriharikota hmm. so i used to go over there every now and then uh, for the final assemblies and the final leak checks and all of the launch vehicle before it lifts off so uh, once we had some time so my boss said chalo tumhe tour kar rahe hain so they they made us move up. and shar is a very very historical place because that is where all the isro major launches has taken place so there's a small office where dr apj abdul kalam used to sit over there and work and uh, that is again turned into a memorial now so that was a crazy crazy different example man there are not many peoples like him man You can't. I mean, yeah. It's very difficult time. Yeah, you can just when when he died, right? Um, mm. So I was preparing for civil services, mm. and uh, one of the lecturers he he came and I'm sure you heard the unfortunate news. Let's have a moment of silence yeah. for Kalam sir. Oh, okay, okay. In, yeah. in the class, <laughs> just as a sign of respect. Mm-hmm. Man, it's awesome. Yeah. And uh, he's written another book called Ignited Minds. That mm. is something I have to read. Yeah. It's been recommended <laughs> that you you read that. Uh, mm-hmm. That is something that I'm going to do. <laughs> um, and as I was saying, man, like to reach 
to be the president of a nation mm-hmm. and then uh, and the first technical president yeah technical people Last thought so he didn't far. know constitution Huh. people lot they he didn't he they thought okay he's a science guy what he'll know constitution and but how, he read it like this how he empowered a complete nation man yeah man the entire country the defense technology nuclear technology wasn't possible See, you know what is this an example of hmm. knowledge knowledge yeah because he is a scientist he he there are pictures over there he's sitting on a floor of that church assembling the small rockets all right those rohini rockets and all that has having solid boosters uh, and uh, those we call sounding rockets assembling it with hands <laughs> sitting on the floor and the person next to him was armudan only he is san- sitting with a tank top that's it pajamas chappals that's it carrying rocket components on the back of a bicycle on a bullock cart carrying a satellite these people are from scientist backgrounds these people care about technology that's technology. it and that is knowledge what you said knowledge man like, knowledge is there from learning and studying an art see this is what happens when you are a lifelong learner yeah yeah this is what happens yeah. this is the position that you can reach and also if you look at it it gives a different awakening that real joy is not in money it is not in fame it is in learning itself and that gives you an understanding not only of the world but of yourself you know you know um there is this one teacher who i came across he's on youtube hmm. his name is um, avad oja hmm. he says that a great teacher has two responsibilities mm-hmm. one he has to ensure that student tops hmm. and two padhne ka nasha aana chahiye hmm. yeah that that student matlab knowledge should be as high hmm. what is this topic what is this subject yeah. who was this person that curiosity once it comes in your mind no you're on a different path altogether teacher together, plays man. a huge role in making the kids understand that this is fun this is enjoyable what you are learning right now instead of other things that are also giving you pleasure learning also is yes. fun and there there have been a lot of teachers in my life who showed it to me that this is actually fun what fun, you're yeah. doing you know till 6 standard i was never good at maths hmm. i used to get like 7 out of 100 out of maths hmm. then this one teacher his name is nagarat sir mm-hmm. I, i don't know where he is today mm-hmm. he used to come home and take tuitions for me mm-hmm. man things changed for mm-hmm. me from that day i never failed in maths yeah like i would i would not get like 90 or something yeah. but i would do good yeah. i would get like probably out of 160 70 mm-hmm. and that was carried forward throughout my life even till date like my friends say dude i have never good in maths i was never like why mm. what was so wrong in it yeah. it is such a wonderful subject yeah yeah they don't understand the they value don't, they don't know it yeah and how it works in the real life there has there has been lot of memes going on so you're not from an engineer community so i'll tell you that they will they'll put a differential equation and then they'll put down below that still waiting for this to be utilized <laughs> dude you have never used engineering in the It's, real life you know calculus is used a mm. lot in deep learning Hmm. all the algorithms the yeah. neural nets no yeah. it's all based on calculus yes. and uh, matrices and these same kids who are saying i don't know when it will be utilized no once you once you start using it so i've seen this in nuclear technology and how it you works you know why in... maths uh, uh, is is thought you know what is the logic behind it maths runs everything man it does but what does it do to a human being human being see the so i saw this on lex readman's podcast mm. he got a mathematician from china or somewhere all right, right. yeah he said that maths gives you the ability to think mm-hmm. okay you know um, i have friends who say that dude i don't like maths i don't do this mm. 
i see the critical thinking okay it improves your critical thinking yes it gives you a deeper understanding like you are given a problem no mm-hmm. you look at it from different ways mm. the people who say i don't like maths no like they might not be able to think critically or deeply as just well. think about it this way no if if you are investing a money over here simple way investment somewhere and this is the a- interest and you don't know mathematics how will you find out if it is going to turn out better See, in five years you might be slow in maths that's huh. not an issue yeah. that can be picked yeah. up but that ability to pick uh, pick it up and learn that you should not leave yeah maths is absolutely necessary and that is what i was saying is that when i got into bark and training school and all and when i saw these scientists from iit madras and all coming and writing huge equations i found that not only the maths that i have studied is used over here what i have studied is not sufficient mm. you need to know much more to actually apply it and people don't really understand that i don't like maths once you understand that you have to get in technical field like for example what you are doing right now sure you are using a lot of mathematics as well then you'll understand what is the importance mm. so especially in my field we work mm. with a lot of data mm-hmm. so statistics what do you use let's explain a little bit because i'm not aware of that what, what do you mean when it comes to mathematics what do you see use? Uh, see i don't use mathematics at my work okay yeah. but mathematics is used in the algorithms that i use yeah. now for example we have uh, neural nets in deep learning okay mm-hmm. it's all based on integration and differentiation okay mm. and we have image recognition okay how does a computer understand that this is an image yeah. they use matrices machine so those learning, yeah right? machine learning understand this is an image they use matrices over there huh. okay and uh, you know scalar and vector so that's how it judges the distance and it understands okay this is an image mm-hmm. this is an image of a panda this is an inverted image of a panda okay. so that's how it uses it so me as a person i don't sit and do calculus at work yeah, but, but statistics to, yes but you have to understand what goes behind you need to know yeah. you need to know what's under the hood yeah, okay yeah. you need to know what's under the hood and uh, statistics yes mm-hmm. okay so as i said i'm into six sigma so mm. i'm a green belt i'll be doing my back black belt as well so yeah we use statistics to understand a particular business process mm-hmm. we try to see where the error is mm-hmm. we try to understand where we can make improvements okay. okay we try to solve problems using numbers and statistics plays a huge huge role in everything you do in data science mm-hmm. or if you want to change a particular business process mm-hmm. now let me give an example now say that you've ordered something from amazon it takes 10 days mm-hmm. for it to get delivered okay Amazon wants to bring it down to four days. Hmm. Okay, what they want to do? They want to change the process. So at that point of time, they would use um, process improvement methodology such as Six Sigma, and their statistics hmm. is a very important thing. Yeah, it it plays a lot of. So basically, even if you look at statistics, you are getting into the basic probability and all what we study as kids, right? Yes, uh, that is what that is how changes and grows. Even till date, I learn yeah. the basics. Yeah. I I still like mean, median, mode. I know what that is, but I try to like what is normal distribution. Sometimes mm. I forget. Yeah, I'm like I don't man. Like I have so many things to do. I yeah. forget. Yeah. I go back, watch videos, read. Oh, this is how it is. Mm. What is skewness? What is kurtosis? I mm. try to understand all these things. Yeah. Yeah. I'll forget, dude. Like yes, I I'm not gonna lie. I have studied it. I forget again. I have to read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah so when I was in college I, w- I came in contact with one of the professors and uh, he had a project in artificial neural network mm, yeah obviously yeah, yeah. so what i found is that it is basically the probability and numerical analysis that we are studying and it has just grown to that extent where it is utilized to predict what is going to happen 
it is used in predictions a lot hmm. it is used in image recognition hmm. it is used in so many things man hmm. like computer vision it is used i think uh, i i amazon they using it and uh, alexa uses that hmm. meaning it's all neural nets yeah. it, it helps it's it's basically like we have neurons in our brain hmm. we have tried to replicate it in a system yeah. using algorithms yeah. so kids to finalize stay in school <laughs> <laughs> no it's not stay in school <laughs> just have the 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 hunger to learn yeah if you want to play stop. guitar for the rest of your life probably you're not going to need it do it as a hobby man but not then nothing more than that then you'll have to be super good at it hmm. playing guitar otherwise <laughs> get into maths all right if you want to be technical in life it is yeah, going to be used all right gagan shall we close it out yeah dude sure man <laughs> it, it was a <laughs> wonderful <laughs> long conversation well our man it's all your fault dude not <laughs> mine <laughs> okay <laughs> no, but we both enjoyed the conversation i'm pretty sure that audience the two of them yeah. were remaining to the end <laughs> no, 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 i'm pretty sure that there would be a lot who really appreciate it guys uh, this podcast is also available in audio form which is probably the first thing that i should have said <laughs> because, because you won't be able to watch it complete on youtube until unless you have premium and huge data and all mm-hmm. but we ha- we do upload it on all the audio platforms like Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast and all those things. And uh, Gagan is probably going to be back very soon. He's in <laughs> Bangalore, I'm in Bangalore. We are going to do a lot of these as you can see that we can keep on talking. There's no <laughs> end to this. And uh, probably why we are stopping is because we have run out of coffee <laughs> and we need to stretch our legs. Yeah, dude. All right. Okay, Gagan. Be sure. over here soon. Thanks soon. man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate mm-hmm. it, dude. Yeah. Thank you. And you are helping a lot of people, man. A lot of people I'm having a lot of close followers as well. You have guided them personally yeah. in their career and you have elaborated a lot of things. You have a broad perspective, man, in general. Like It's I just give clarity, dude. I I just ask them questions they get clarity. What I've seen is clarity. that data science is a very small part of your life even though if it is career of yours you have opinions in a lot of other yeah, things as well and that makes the podcast with gagan always <laughs> fun i've said it openly gagan in one of my q and a that your podcast that i had on momentum podcast was one of my favorite momentum <laughs> podcast no doubt in that this one also turned out to be fantastic enjoyed a lot and i had to get up a long time ago the only thing is that your talks were so interesting so i kept on listening <laughs> that's it okay all right sure. guys thank so, you thank you that's about it Momentum is a weekly podcast. You're going to catch us every week over here. And see you next time. Till then. Bye-bye. That's about it, guys. Thanks for listening. This is only the audio version of the podcast. The video version is available on the YouTube channel named Talk4712. That is T-O-R-Q-4712. Other social media information will be down in the description box. You can check it out. Momentum Podcast is just one of the podcasts. Other podcasts that we have are Spacecast and Talk and Fire. Spacecast is on space technology. Talk and Fire is on general topics. You can pick yours or you can pick all. If you pick all, you have a podcast almost on a daily basis. That's about it. I'll see you in the next one. Till then, bye.